Hi everyone, Raphael Harry here, and you're listening to White Label American, a podcast where we hear stories from an immigrant or two, sometimes more. Thank you for listening and enjoy the show. Welcome to another episode of White Label American. Thank you all for joining us today. Uh, before we begin, I'd like to give a shout out to my patrons. Thank you for your support. Appreciate you all. Uh, without you, this podcast wouldn't, wouldn't be happening. Um, for everyone listening, I invite you all to join us. We need more people. We need more support. We're trying to build up. Um, you know, we're an independent podcast. So, yeah, there's a lot of things we want to do. And yeah, we need more people on the team to make it extra better than it already is. Um, for those who cannot join us, uh, who are not in the financial state to join us right now, um, you can still support by liking, sharing, subscribing, and um, yeah, put, put, put the podcast out there, share with your friends, your lovers, your, hey, if you got a secret family, share with them too, you know, we, 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 that's fine, put, put it out, just give it to everybody, you know, we appreciate that. And you can also get our t-shirts at Vet Clothing, V-E-T clothing.com um, and you'll be supporting a black owned business and also a veteran owned business so with that being said i have a very special guest making his second appearance almost almost back to back but uh, you know it's not not there's not been a large gap between his first and second and um when i met this gentleman it, it reminded me of something i'd heard before uh, while while in nigeria back in the days uh during the cold war era and I was like, wow, yeah, I got to bring this brother on the podcast. So um, today's guest, he was he has ties to the old Soviet Union and he has ties to West Africa and he has ties to a country that I also have ties that um, I have blood from. And at the same time, he's um, one of the dads who I play soccer with. Don't worry, we don't bring our rivalry there. We play on, you know, it's, it's cool. There. We, we, we all play for fun. We, we, we are too old now to be doing rivalry all the time. <laughs> we, we have rivalry on other things like jollof, jollof rice. <laughs> That's the big one. <laughs> <laughs> but he's an all-around awesome guy. He's also a girl dad like myself. Um, he's in the financial industry, right? That's right. Yeah. And he's married and also, and he's um, a fellow New Yorker like me. So, with that being said, I welcome Rodney Jehu Apia to the podcast. How are you doing today, Rodney? I'm doing very well, Raphael. Thanks for having me on again. Hey, my pleasure. And, uh, yeah, we love you on this podcast. So, we love having awesome people. And hopefully, this will be a great conversation and we have a fun time. That's all we're about here. So, Cheers, yeah. 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 Looking forward. So, um, to begin, Rodney brought... Uh, uh, it, it, he claims he's Ghanaian, but we all know the truth. It's um, Nigerian Guinness that he brought. But we'll just let him have Ghanaian for now because he's the guest. So this Guinness Extra Stout, is this what you drink in Nigeria? This is Nigerian Guinness. This is what it, they call Nigerian Guinness in America. But this is what they West call Ghana Island. Guinness, in, no? to my knowledge. Oh, my goodness. Here we go. It's way too <laughs> early. It's way too early for this to begin. You know, I don't do the Nigerian thing of um, using numbers, but you know we can just use the population to say yes, you know. We can get Mark, who's the Irish uh, godfather of this podcast, and say, hey, Mark, come come tell us which one is this. Now, Mark can tell you by the taste. <laughs> this is Nigerian. 
He doesn't need to show up. He just said, this he just is my knows. Nigerian Guinness. <laughs> but, but you probably say it's not, it's not the real thing, right? <laughs> <laughs> so let's begin officially. Where was Rodney born and what was your childhood like? Sure. Um, I was born in, of all places, the Soviet Union in Moscow um, in the late 80s, just before the, a few years before the collapse of the Soviet Union. Mm. Um, so, uh, you know, my, my pass, but my passport is Ghanaian. I'm a Ghanaian citizen. Okay. And so it says, you know, Ghanaian citizen, Ghanaian passport, but it says birthplace Moscow, which is a little surprising for people at the airports, especially yeah. security agents. Um, but we can get into that later on. Um, I was, I grew up in Ghana you know, until my 18th year when I came to the U.S. for college. So I don't really remember much of the Soviet Union. We moved, uh, my family, my mother and father moved back to Ghana when I, I was still a, an infant. So, you know, I grew up in, uh, in Accra mostly. Um, family in, you know, the central region of Ghana, um, others in uh, the Upper East region of Ghana as well. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, spend most of my time in, in the Accra region. Oh, nice. So during your childhood, did you have a claim to fame for being born in Moscow? Um, not not necessarily for being born in Moscow. I don't think people knew about that. But um, people could tell that I had some mixed heritage. So the, the, the nickname that folks used to give me was Red. Red. And wow. believe it or not, in, in school, uh, primary school, in fact, uh, friends used to call me White Boy, of all things. <laughs> if, you can, if you can only imagine. Um, so there definitely was, you know, from an early age, a sense of, a feeling of being an outsider, which, yeah. which is hard as a child, but I think it, it sort of, you know, it, it was helpful um, to, to know, to get comfortable with that feeling mm. of, of looking different. Um, and, you know, even, even though I didn't feel different, I, I ate the same foods, I went to the same place, I spoke the same languages. Mm-hmm. It's just, uh, you, know, they, they, you know, when you're that age, you know, the slightest distinctions are, are things that folks, uh, yeah. you know, and, think about. And, and kids speak on that. Yeah. Very easily. But I, I mean, I, I won't say that, you know, I felt it was, it was nothing like bullying or it wasn't malicious or anything like that. It was just like, you know, teasing. So, um, you know, in our, on, in our side in Nigeria, we go by, by um, Oibo for white man. So do you guys use Oibo also? We use Obroni. Obroni. Okay, I remember that now. Yeah, it's been ages I heard that because, mm-hmm. you know, I have um, in my family, I have Ghanaian relatives. Mm-hmm. and history also yeah so mm-hmm. yeah that that's one word i haven't heard in ages but you, I, I remember my crazy uncle uh i shouldn't say crazy but he, he a wild guy and he was the guy with all the stories about ghana in the family so yeah <laughs> I'm, yeah i'm curious what oibo means do you know what obroni means no it literally translates to warlike people wow yeah I which goes to show mean. what the initial conception of of european settlers was like in that part oh. of the world. Now nah, you've you've opened a new portal in my in my mind. I have to write that down. There are a lot of look, skirmishes. Look, look for the original meaning of Oibo. Okay, I have to go do that now. I'll I'll do that after this. I need to look for the original meaning because I don't I don't I, I never thought of that from that angle as uh, you know we just hear words and think oh this word is it has always meant, and then you come to realize one day that yeah that uh, it, it might not. <laughs> it's not, as as cool as it sounds now, because now it all sounds cool, and yeah, well, I don't recall my uncle ever telling me something like that. But yeah, that was a guy who he probably he might have. But I was probably he started telling me. I remember him telling me stories when I was five, six, uh, even younger. So well. <laughs> this guy telling me stories of how Rollins was in prison, and I'm like, should we tell a kid something? <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah, right. laughs> That's a lot of. Uh, 
executions. <laughs> oh man, that guy. That guy was uh yeah, there was no PG thirteen or no, no, PG no, no, with no. him. That guy was just <laughs> yeah, <that's it. laughs> Oh, Uncle Albert. Yeah. I'm well that, that's uncles uncles tend to be like that, right? Compared to parents. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> they, I that they guy. don't edit themselves. I miss that guy. Great guy. Yeah. Great guy. Mm. Uh just uh, thanks for for that. That that's some memory I'd forgotten about. But yeah, I'll, I'll go research that now. I'll go research that. So, being that um, you were born in Ghana, even if you weren't born in Ghana, but of Ghanaian heritage, I know the day of the week applies to your name. Yeah. So, like, my name is uh, uh, Kojo, right? Yeah, yeah, I'm Kojo because I was born on Monday. Yes, that's right. Yeah, although I was never told that until I was late in my teens and then one day it just got dropped on me oh, like oh you got no, Kojo. Way, you? <laughs> yeah, why, why aren't you guys put add that on my passport or my birth certificate you know it would have been cool to have that and yeah, yeah like oh well we, we, everybody just knew i'm like everybody knew except me so my daughter was yeah. born on the thursday and uh um man i forgot her name now i see i i, I did the same thing actually so i can't get mad at my people too because but I wrote her name down. I wrote the Ghanaian name that. Um, um, what what does they mean again for women? Uh, I'm terrible. I'm a terrible dad. Yeah. I just lost that of the year award. But anyway, she'll well, be. She'll get once she get older before she will listen to this. So yeah, I know. I know the the, the boy's name. The, I'm blanking on the the girl's name. Yeah. So what what day of the week were you born on? Saturday. Saturday. Oh, I used to know Saturday. Yeah, it's a very common name. I think people who are not even born on Saturday are now are taking this name. Kwame. Kwame. Aha, yeah. Kwame. Yeah, Kwame, Kwame is like one of the, that's probably the most common name from Ghana mm-hmm. that you find in especially in the uh, United States. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Black exactly. Especially with this. Uh, oh, Thursday for girls is, is Yeah. Yeah, yes, Yeah. I remember now. Because I, I added, I just used to call her Yeah Clara because her name is Clara yeah. with a K. So I just Yeah Clara yeah. or Yeah Abi, which is the short, um, the shortened version of her. Uh, name Ibi Miri. Ibi Miri. So, just do Ya Ibi. So there are some people who, you know, once in a while they might text me, hey, I haven't heard from you in a while. How's Ya Ibi? I'm like, oh, oh, I told this person. <laughs> that, yeah, but I do that intentionally sometimes to, you know, put some people like, hey, go start learning the names. Yeah. Learn names. <laughs> yeah. nice. Y'all know how to pronounce all manner of names. Y'all know how to pronounce African names. So. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Right. <laughs> so. That was a hard to pronounce. Yeah, Kwame. Wow. Okay. That's cool. So Saturday. Yeah. So yeah, I always I always know mine. It's always in the back. Actually, I have some people who have known me online for some time, and they only know me by my nickname Fernando and Kojo. Fernando Kojo. Those got those one period out. Those were my names. Like yeah. when I started Facebook, <laughs> those were my names. So they're like, "Oh, you? I'm somebody who's this Rafael Harry? Huh? <laughs> yeah. well, one day I realized that you were Fernando Kojo. Ah. That, that's a great nickname. I was like, mm. Yep, that's a great nickname. So. Yeah, you spent most of your childhood in Accra, right? Yeah, in Accra. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, um, what would do you consider your favorite childhood memory? Wow. Um, it could the, be, yeah. You can share more than one story. You know, me. I think I think one of them actually didn't happen in Accra. It happened in Navrongo, which is in the north of Ghana. Mm. Um, and even by never heard that place by before. the uh, Accra, you know by. For Accra folks, Navrongo, Navrongo sounds like it's in the boonies. You know, it's yeah, it's the way out there place. You know, um, I was that that name was sounding East African to me, to be honest. Right, right. It it means uh, the place where your leg sinks into the mud. Wow, people were migrating south and then they stopped where 
the the ground was uh soft enough um wow. so goes the story anyway that's where my mother's family is from my mother's father's family um so you know i was six years old and i i went up there for the first time and you know being a city person from accra in a more rural place you know it, it really it's a, an incident in my childhood that is very sort of isolated you uh-huh. know? i learned how to ride a bike for the first time um you know i was playing soccer i remember you know a dust storm um you know ending one of our soccer games so that that whole summer where i spent up there with my my grandparents and uncles was was something that sticks in my mind you know wow yeah i, I don't um i remember seeing i don't think i ever saw a dust storm anywhere in nigeria that i can recall i saw the little um they're not tornadoes but like little tiny i've forgotten what they're called but like they look like tornadoes but like tiny forms right. like yeah, they, like they, they, uh, they, they, they're like kid size, right? Right, like the right. size of a kid, you know, just spinning in place. Like somewhere. in a corner of where like walls meet or something like that. Yeah, I've I seen that. I've seen it like, um, in like you drive on the highway, and I, I it was probably in in the middle part of the country, closer to the northern part. Hmm. So it's closer to the Sahel, yeah, and yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah I've I seen that a few times. I remember seeing that once or twice, and. That stuff that you'll be like, oh, it's spirits. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, what else? What else could it be, right? <laughs> I guess spirits gathering there. Look at that. The spirits gathering there. Ah, that stuff inside. Like, oh, man, I don't want the spirits near me. <laughs> oh, man. man. Yeah. So, yeah, Navrongo. 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 Wow. That's a, so your your mom's people because I've had the the first Ghanaian I had on on the podcast great uh, brother of the show and uh, awesome guy um, Brian Long uh, Awe mm-hmm. he 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 told me that his mom's family migrated from well his mom's people migrated from uh, what is present day Uganda hmm. And ended up in the I think Upper Volta area. Okay. Okay. And settled in what's uh, Ghana today. And mm. I'm just wondering this name Navrongo. It just sounds like a name. If someone had, if I met someone today and said well, I'm from Navrongo, I would just say automatically East Africa. Yeah. It sound yeah. something well, you find in West Africa. You know, I think the Navrongo is an uh, Ang- Anglicization. Is that the word? Oh. Uh, is the British? You know, yeah. heard the local name and, and made it Navrongo, but it's it's actually. Navro, Navro, which is a okay. short form of Nagavoro, which is leg sinking. Oh, okay. So, okay. yeah, wow. but it does. It does definitely sounds has you know a Swahili like uh, yeah, sound to it. Yeah, yeah, because I, I was I was racking my brain up for that one. I was like, yeah. wow, is that another story of um, another migration. Because um, a whole bunch of um, in Nigeria, a whole bunch of the tribes tend to have their migration stories. Only talk about coming from Egypt, Israel, or Egypt. And I believe Israel mm. is after encounters with Europeans and Christianity shifting, then the story is changing to we migrate from Israel mm. to, to be closer to the Holy Land. Yeah. But yeah. Um, there's um, a bunch of, like, there's a Yoruba version that migrated from um, Egypt. I see. Yeah. yeah. If, you're not, if they don't go by the, their mythology of Oduduwa creating. In the world, then it's the other the other ones believe they migrated from um, Egypt. And Interesting. Yes, but I think about I know I know about four or five people. Even my tribe has 
sometimes I might greet him from that area. So it, it, at one point in time, he just seemed like everybody was coming from up. Yeah, coming down. I was down, like, yeah. well, but yeah, what about the other parts of, you know, nobody came from yeah. the east, nobody came from southern part, nobody migrated from there, just everybody was, was always migrating coming from. Back, like, well, <laughs> but life right? began down south. Yeah, right. <laughs> Yeah, so I'm always curious when I hear names nowadays. Even yeah. the name Ghana, you know, when Kwame Nkrumah uh, was thinking of a name for for the gold, what was called the Gold Coast. Yeah, he used the Ghana Empire name, and mm-hmm. the Ghana Empire was up close to Mali. Yes. Yeah. So. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Everyone wants to tie their heritage to. I guess that's it's a point of pride, right? Mm-hmm. It is, but sometimes I'm like, yeah, they, you can you can expand. There's more. There's more than one place mm-hmm. available. Not only just one area. Yeah, that uh, we should all be stuck on. Right. You know. So um, you're in school. You got a nickname Red. You know. Um, did Did you attend secondary school in in Ghana? I did. Um, it was actually a, a a good secondary school in the sense. Um, well, I don't know if this is good now, but back then I definitely thought it was good where you know almost all students ended up studying abroad afterwards mm. it was seen as a stepping stone to you know uh university in the UK in the US okay. uh, South Africa etc um so that was that was boarding school for yeah, 4 years that was going to be my next question boarding school for 4 years um yeah and uh there my nickname wasn't red it was weedy of all things weedy Man. Apparently, my eyes used to be red all the time, and it looked like I, I was uh, imbibing. <laughs> but I never touched the stuff. Man, but, that, that, our people, our people, that, that like, was the like, like it, now I'm the one. I'm getting that now because <laughs> well, since my navy times, you know, when I was military, I'm, my eyes started being more on the red side after I faced my first. I faced this, um, it, a storm in when I was in Middle East, and my macho self didn't know about it. yeah didn't didn't occur uh, uh, to me cover your eyes you know but it wasn't like a major dust storm it would just look like small it just looked like clouds mm. and i was like hey this is not like really dust storm you yeah. know it's, you can walk you can you have visibility so what's the problem and next morning i woke up it was like i couldn't open my eyes and since then my eyes have been this yeah. almost permanent <laughs> red reddish pink so <laughs> when i used to be applying for jobs or a lot going for interviews there were times when i, I just feel like the way someone's looking at me i'm like mm, yeah there's so, so like someone actually asked, someone said to me from after an interview one time i like ah, you, you must smoke that good stuff right <laughs> really uh, uh yeah and i was <laughs> like uh yeah i ain't, I ain't working in this company yeah, i ain't yeah. getting a job yeah <laughs> talk about a good sign to, to not even <laughs> Ah, I mean, mm. it was later I realized wow. that oh maybe I, that that could have fallen into discrimination lawsuits, but mm. uh, like yeah, but I, that's that uh, like mm-hmm. uh, do I even want to work there? To, yeah. to be honest, I was offered a job. Yeah, <laughs> so yeah, so it uh, not my mind came in an adult stage, but probably when I was younger, I probably was one of those who would have said, ah, look at that, those red eyes. Yeah, I would have come right. something close to weedy too yeah but so. back then only the very bad kids smoked you know exactly that, but that, that's <laughs> how like we were all told yeah, yeah. They told everybody that oh if you if you smoked you're automatically a bad person and you go yeah. mad right uh no well mad madness was uh yeah there was some stories about madness but um because like even if yeah there was a variation of allow is mad that's why he didn't wear clothes um, he had multiple wives, although it was, that was a weird way of saying someone is mad because most everybody I knew had multiple wives. So, but nobody ever explained that as being mad. Yeah, <laughs> he yeah, was exactly. really feeling that was mad because good for everybody else. You know, he, yeah. he took off his clothes. So, um, 
But when you're in the rural areas, in the village, what we do, we take off our clothes too, right? Yeah. So yeah. It, it just, you know, now, now I look back, I'm like, man, there was some BS that we were being fed. We were right. fed us a whole bunch of BS, like when it came to weed. Because I still remember the, the, someone who I used to judge, like, you know, you, you don't think you have the, um, the what's the word I'm thinking of? It was in my head, it skipped. But you, you, don't, you don't realize that this thing builds up in you. Mm. You've been uh, uh, you've been lapping up this information, and yeah. so you start applying it the bias, right? right and nice. you start developing the bias for someone. And even though you never spoke to this person, you start like, oh, this guy smoke yeah. weed, you know, his red eyes, mm, uh, he's dangerous. That yeah. kind of thing. He looks dangerous. You now conclude, you're like, like you, pro you profile him. Before. Yeah, yeah. He's dangerous. And then one day, by chance, you end up. You know, next thing next to him, you can't really escape. Yeah. And then you discover you have almost all the same interest. And you're like, man, this guy's cool. Yeah. But, yeah. but, 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 but why did I think he was a bad person? The thief. Yeah. So yeah. he did carpentry, and uh, my aunt, who I was uh, living with then, needed a carpenter. So I brought him. But I brought mm. him when she wasn't in the house because right. I'd been giving money to bring the carpenter. So he did the job and I could pay. Mm -hmm, but mm -hmm. she returned earlier than expected and she saw him doing the work and she was like why did you bring this guy who looks like uh this guy yeah. was still let me go check let me go check all my <laughs> yeah. let me go check my money we'll make sure that everything bedroom, is still let me go there. check and i was like I'm, I'm i'm sitting i'm sitting here while he's working it didn't no she and then she's like wow oh, this work is great this guy didn't do did, did. And it's that person like you did good job, you did mm, good job. Yeah, yeah. But you know when I saw you, like, your eye always red. You, you, know, you, you smoke <laughs> weed. Yeah, I always thought you were a criminal. I was like, Dang. wow. She, I, I, like she told him up front. Just, yeah, he, he was just laughing like, man, guy would try to get his money. So right, yeah, just, exactly. Like, <laughs> he's probably used to it, and he was just saying, like, madam, try to know me now. Yeah, try to know yeah. me, madam. Try to know how, me. Um, how old were you at the time? I was uh, 21 or 22. That's still pretty It's pretty young to 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 have thought this through, you know. Let me invite him first before, you know, knowing what your, your auntie's reaction would have been. Yeah, but uh, you know, he, he, it was... Um, I think the cracks had... You know, different times in my life, certain things happened, so the cracks were always... The, the, the crack had been there, so it was... With time, it would just be expanding, mm. you know. Because once that crack happens, it doesn't... And, it doesn't get sealed immediately. It only yeah, continues to expand. Yeah. So, well. you know, as a kid, when I saw the person who I thought one of the wealthy people in the family, and I saw her smoking mm -hmm. and talking, uh, you know, she was smoking, and whoa, a woman smoking. Yeah, yeah. it didn't match with what you, yeah. yeah. I go ask the first family member I see, and I almost, I, I got slapped and get out of here. Wow. And I was like, you know the message is i'm confused because you told me every person that smokes is bad that's right, why i'm not supposed right. to listen to fella right but right. i see someone in the family smoking weed right and, they, and, and, they're, and woman, they're successful you know and, and it's one got money yeah so i thought yeah. if you got money you're a good person right, right. yeah 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 <laughs> or at least smoking weed is a way to not get successful yeah you yeah. can't get successful throwing away so your, he, your potential you didn't even think fella had money you thought fella was a poor person because mm. that was the interpretations given so uh yeah and then the older i got more people i said knowing who smoked and realized a whole bunch of them in the family and it was different story when it was men smoking or mm. from women smoking and all that so but probably by the time i was 20 21 i was really like okay you hide in the corner if you smoke but i never smoked weed but i was smoking cigarettes yeah you know yeah. so that smoked cigarettes but you never got caught smoking from your oh, elders right. you know so 
Yeah, it was. Uh, yeah, that that uh, that experience. I don't know why I always keep remembering that experience of how that guy was treated when yeah. uh, when he came to pay him. But she, she paid him, and she, after that, she kept giving him jobs, though. Yeah. But it just seemed that the way she talked to him that first time. Just. But there's there's something about that, you know. Uh, I think it's common, maybe in Nigeria and Ghana, where people speak freely like that. Especially to somebody who is maybe seen as not the same class or something, you know. Yeah, if if it's, if you're seen as below, yeah, yeah, people will tell you, "Oh, I thought you were a criminal." Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, we just, yeah, yeah, because you you can't do it, you can't do it the other way around. Like, oh, I thought you were a criminal. Yeah, call lock this guy up. Exactly. Call the police and lock him. You don't yeah. have respect. Yeah, this weed smoker <laughs> <laughs> come to insult me in my house. <laughs> <laughs> ah. uh, so yeah. Boarding house is um, very interesting. As in, I was a day student, but I, uh, my school had both boarding house and day. Mm. And uh, I knew a whole bunch of BS that happened in boarding house. Mm. I knew the bullying part and all that. But I know people who went through boarding house. Who, who, for many, it's been a fun experience. Mm-hmm. It, for mm. some, it was brutal. I've had someone on the podcast who so was very brutal, mm. for, very, very brutal for her. And uh, so, where, where do you fall when it comes to boarding house? Um, I think it was it was overall, I'd say, a good experience. Okay. Fun. My, my boarding school was a little different. So it's uh, the SOS, Herman yeah. Minor International College, and SOS okay. is a, 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 a foundation that takes care of children without family support. So mm. children who don't have parents or parents are not able to take care of them, and they're put in SOS Children's Villages. Okay. So given the nature of the, this this high school, half the student body were. Uh, you know, kids from all over Africa. So we had Ethiopians, Nigerians, Zimbabweans, oh. and the other half, because Ghana was the host country, they allowed Ghanaian kids who, like myself, who didn't fit into this profile to to go to the school as well. Okay. So half of us were, for, were Ghanaians and the other half were from all over the continent. Yeah, that, so that was good. In uh, terms of they, exposure, they yeah. it was it was excellent. I mean, mm-hmm. you learned so much about different cultures, especially at that age. Um, but it, it created an interesting dynamic of Ghanaian kids who have parental support, who have, you know, you know, their parents would come visit them, you know, on weekends or whatnot. And and, and other kids who didn't have that, mm. you know. Um, so it was, it's it's a dynamic that I experienced myself when I got to college here. Yeah. And I was the one, you know, without my parents coming, you know, mm-hmm. during the holidays, pick me up. And, and um, but, it, you know, in terms of bullying, there was some of that going on. Uh, I remember things like, you know, your, your seniors having you iron their clothes, wash their clothes, yeah. which is like, like the most common yeah. one. Other other things that were, I wouldn't even call it that bad. It was more funny where it's hazing, right? Where they give you a pillow and tell you to, to to convince the pillow, you know, to be your girlfriend, <laughs> you know, <laughs> and just man, you know, I, you know I, forgot, I, I forgot that story, man. I I, I had that, I, I had that one too. I had that one. Yeah, um, yeah. Um, you know, fun, fun, and then and then things that are like you know maybe not so fun, like. You know, crawl, crawl in that gutter. You yeah, know, you know things like that. Yeah, that that that's the main. That's like the real deal. When right? yeah. you get to that stage. Yeah. Yeah. As a day student, it was uh, a lot easier to escape the the bad guys. I call them the bad guys. Mm-hmm. But I mean, teachers were flogging me all the time, so I was like, I got enough beatings. But uh, I'm curious to hear more about the beatings because oh, I, I used to get that in beatings, middle school. I, I became um, beatings. I, that's why I'm not an advocate for beating children yeah, to this day yeah. because I'm 
I use myself as an example. I think it got to a point I didn't care about learning anymore mm. when I realized that, oh, if I can absorb the pain and just pop my collar after I'm done, the whole school, like, yeah. you, flog, you made a mistake of bringing me in front of school to flog. It rarely happened that I got, I, I didn't do anything that would put me in front of the whole school mm -hmm, assembly mm -hmm, to get mm -hmm. flogged. I, don't, I only got punished in front of the school assembly. Like um, people hadn't paid school fees. I don't know why they did that. Even bring if you haven't paid school they'll fees, beat the, the they'll bring you in front of the school assembly and sit down the floor in front of everybody. Like okay, we we'll sat down, wow. some like shave people's head. That was a Christian school. They were brutal. That's brutal. <laughs> they were what? brutal. Shaved yeah. girls' head. Like girls who plated their hair, they shaved their hair. Are you hair. serious? Yeah, I see they do that. Well, they did that a few times. Wow. So. Uh, so uh, for me, it was mostly in the classrooms that mm. I got my beatings. And the most popular beating was, um, I already mentioned this on on, on, a, on, a, on, a, on, a, on another episode, but um, it was French. And that's one reason why I don't speak French. Because by then I adopted the, I don't need to learn, I'm a British guy, mm -hmm. I'm all loyal to the British Empire kind of thing. My family had been beating English into me anyway. So... When we had this French child, I didn't realize that the whole class was not even giving her a damn. Nobody in the class copied notes. Mm. So the teacher just did a surprise check one day. Everybody bring your notes. Like two months later, not, not one <laughs> person copied. Oh my God, mad. And she was like, I don't, I don't even feel like beating you guys. Let me go. I go get the guy who really loves to beat people. Wow. That teacher, he was supposed to be teaching maths, mathematics. But that guy always had a cane with him or two. Mm. He just lived for flogging. Yeah. So she brings that guy, that guy show like five um, kings. Like, oh, today's gonna be that day. How many strokes do you want to give them? She's like, give them 10. Wow. He's like, okay, everybody get 10 on your back. Hmm. And everybody's like, wow, 10. This is like a number we've not gotten before. Yeah, yeah, now it's yeah. on the back, because it was on the butt. Boys get it on the butt. Oh, you get used to it. So on, on the butt, you're like, you know, boys, we've prepared. So either you, you wear extra shirts, long <laughs> shirts, you, t yeah. you know, and or you put shoulder pads yeah. in your, yeah. your uh, underwear or you wear tights. Mm -hmm. And we, man, we were doing extra things just to make sure our butt was padded. Yeah. So yeah. we can yeah. take it. But now that it was on the back, most of us hadn't prepared to receive it on the back. So we didn't have extra protection. Yeah. So we're yeah. like, oh man, nobody want to go first. We want to see who will go first. And the girl goes first and she just stands still, receives the 10 strokes, doesn't flinch once. Wow. And after the 10th stroke, she popped her collar. Man, that was like a challenge. <laughs> that's like, how dare this girl does that? Everybody wow. like, oh, me wow. next, me next, I'm next, now I'm next. People, guy was surprised. Like, why are the boys fighting? Everybody's fighting now. I want to, oh, me, put me, yeah. <laughs> give me the 10. <laughs> give me the, like, who wants to learn French after that? Of course not. Right. Nobody care. No. We don't care. You've, I mean, you've it, done the punishment, right? That's it. Like, we don't care. Yeah. And, well, yeah. most of the subjects that were like that, I didn't care about learning them. Because it was no. just like, you're going to beat me. Once right. I get something wrong, you beat me. So why, why, right. why put in an effort? Yeah. You just beat me. So I didn't care. So with the bullies, I was, it was like I was more afraid of the bullies, actually, than the teachers. Because hmm. the bullies, they, they, they had a bigger reputation. So either I befriended them or they, I tried to you know, let them know, hey, my, I have this guy who I knew from my childhood who was a bully too. Yeah, like, hey, yeah. he, he, might, he might back up. You're connected. <laughs> he might connected. <laughs> <laughs> but one day, yeah. I, I lost my... I wasn't around... Well, I think we hadn't paid school fees. Yeah, and uh, they always did this thing once, like once or twice in a term. They would just kick out everybody who hasn't paid school fees. And it was great for us because we could roam around course, the city. Yeah, yeah. Except when cops saw us, which was another extortion thing. They were trying to get money out of us. So, also, is it that the cops are bullying you? Or <laughs> some some every, <laughs> you know? So, we, we were just chilling and we went and chilled in the wrong neighborhood, um, chilling in the wrong place. And 
our lookout wasn't paying attention. The next thing, these guys, our seniors surrounded us. Ah, man, it was the wrong seniors. I didn't know any of them. None of us had knew any of them. They just yeah. like, okay, what y'all are going to do now is you are going to sing this song for us. You sing this song and repeat after me. And I, 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 sometimes the song comes to my head and it's yeah. just a weird, stupid song. Yeah. And you're singing. It's like a chant, actually. Yeah. So you chant. So we, we, the guy yeah. sings and we repeat what he's saying. Yeah. And then he's like, why are you repeating what I'm saying without doing what I'm doing? I'm like, oh, okay. So he has his hand out. So we start doing it. Yeah. We put our hand out and it's like, uh, well, my, my hand is empty. You have to put something in my hand when my hand comes out. Huh. We're like, uh, we don't understand. So it's like, oh, so you, because I'm nice to you, okay, hold on. And the next, he, he was actually the good cop. That was the good cop that okay. we got. Yeah. So the bad cop is sitting down there, he's like, oh, so because he's nice to you, you don't want to. Okay, let, me, yeah. let, me, let me come and explain to you that slaps like the first triple, pa, 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 pa. Now, sing the song again. So as soon as he starts singing the song and his hand comes <laughs> out, hey, hey, this is how much I got. I got like one box, so I got five bucks, I got three bucks, everybody starts yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. He's like, I like this type of people now. I like you people. Huh. I'm like, that's a very narcissistic person. Very, very. I mean, <laughs> uh, so it's not just extortion, it's like psychological torture. Ooh, man. Mm. Yeah. Like the, those guys, the next time we'll see them, if they were five feet, ten feet, man, we're making a U-turn, taking off. We're, we're just running for no reason. Yeah, yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you couldn't see us in the same ah yeah you couldn't like yeah mm. I, I think even after we graduated i think for a few years with the, the psychological fear was still there like man, i don't be in the same room with you guys like, yeah. I, yeah. I like i'll trust you guys to yeah. obtain me we call it obtain obtain yeah mm. so there are just some seniors names that you just they're, they're legendary in the mm -hmm. school <laughs> you yep. just know that this person you don't cross them they're, oh. they're psycho yep yeah and there, there was one who the the beat uh I think um who who I don't know was he on the podcast I think it was on my friend's podcast that um he mentioned that there were some seniors who students were more afraid of than their parents. Huh. So <laughs> when the he, he also attended um, a military school and a military boarding school. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So when the, the, the uh so, someone's parent came to pick her son and she sent for the boy because they don't allow the parents to come in. Yeah. You're like yeah. at the gate, so you send, go go call my son. Come by, you say he's coming. 30 minutes mm. go by. Like, one hour goes yeah, by. Where the hell is this boy? Yeah. Two hours go by. Where the hell is this boy? And then after like almost three hours, boy comes out. Wow. Ah, where are you? Where have you been? Oh, uh, senior crocodile helped me somewhere. What do you mean? He told me to need that. I shouldn't move. I'm your mother calling you. You wouldn't, yeah. you, so you can't move. Oh no, I can't. Like you, 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 you go back home. You yeah, have to stay. Yeah, exactly. Have <laughs> <laughs> to deal with this guy. So that's when the mother marched into the school. Like, oh, yeah. declare war. Yeah. Where's that crocodile? Let me see him. Bring him out. Hmm. We'll, we'll, we'll put on in Nigeria. As we say we'll put on. We'll put two legs in one trouser. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Then you, you want to fight? You want to kill my son? Come and kill me too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Like, yeah, we had a whole bunch of that happening in my school, too. Wow. Because we didn't have cell phones then. Yeah, of course. So How you, you couldn't report, like, hey, this is what's happening. You wrote letters. I don't know if they allowed your letters to go through. Because there was, I, th I remember one one that just came to me now. The guy used one of the day students mm -hmm. to send the letter. Because they always sent letters out at a certain time, maybe like once a month or something like yeah, that. Yeah, And it went through the games, uh, the house master. And probably if you pissed him off or something, your letter got taken out and thrown away. Yeah. So he, this guy begged one of the students. He had to smuggle the letter. Like, yeah, take the letter so they don't send wow. the letter. And then, whoa, the parents showed up. What have you been doing to my son? What is happening to my son? Hmm. And the day the parents showed up, the son was lying in uh, 
the senior, the, we call them seniors. The senior had the son, um, where they dump trash. So we didn't have like a trash bin or can. Yeah. But it was just like trash piling up there. Yeah. So they had the boy lying on top. On top? Of <laughs> so he had been lying there for like 30 minutes to Are an you hour. Serious? And that's the day his parents showed up. Wow. So someone was like, oh, I know what's happened to your son, but I'm not going to tell you. Come, let me show yeah, you. Come, like, come, come, let me show you. Like, like, as if he didn't know. And he just walked them there. What? Huh? Is that my child? <laughs> Who did this to you? Is, is, is that senior? Oh, the fight has started. <laughs> wow. It was like punching, ba pa 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 slaps. Where is your house? My house was like, oh, my dad, I'm dead. You don't know this is happening. What do you mean you don't know? I was like, ooh. All of us are like, oh, we're not going home right now. Yeah, exactly. yeah This is like, yeah, because this is our senior is like, the type who his shadow, you don't want his shadow touching you. you like, know? man, that was fear. That was real. Yeah. <laughs> that was fear. <laughs> ah, it makes you wonder about these these people and where they are now. Oh. What they're like. You know? I, I know I know a few of them are in Nigerian's government, like federal government yeah. right now. I'm like, <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah, you can't you can't tell me that uh yeah, when when you say end stars, I'm like, yeah, you, you saw that guy in secondary school, the way he behaved. Yeah. Yeah, good luck going trying to tell that guy, want to hold you accountable. That guy would just be like, uh, shoot them. That's yeah, it. Yeah. I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not surprised. People like that turn yeah. out like that. Yeah. And some, um, some changed. Yeah. A few changed. Realized their behavior wasn't right. But the majority, oh, man. Yeah. Because I think most times when we talk about bad leaders in Africa, there's this thing we do. We always talk as if they just fell out of the sky. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We ignore their beginnings. Yeah. We ignore how they were treated. And there's also some people who were bullied in schools and we all yeah. that. And you know, our system there, we, we always we tend, we tend to reward revenge in a way for yeah. some people. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So if you've yeah, been exactly. in those, one of those places where you're like, man up, man up, you know? What, what, what does man up mean? Yeah. You know, if nobody came to your aid when you were being bullied and all that, they, what is man up? So if tomorrow you make it to some position of power. Yeah. Well, you're gonna man up, right? Yeah, it's your turn. It's your turn, right? And it's to, like, oh, to, I remember yeah. you. I remember you. You were making me to 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 preach to a pillow. You were making yeah. me. To, oh, you were telling me to fetch water in the rain. Yeah, yeah. Uh, fetch, sweep <laughs> uh, sweep in the rain. Yeah. Oh, so, uh, mop or uh, take mop and mop in the rain and oh man, that revenge come out in so <laughs> much. So it, it's that, that's why uh, my previous guest had said like in Nigeria we 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 all we are suffering trauma. Yeah, and we. I mean, even just going through the schools, be, being flogged for bad yeah. grades, mm-hmm. for forgetting your homework. Yeah, I mean, for making too much noise. A whole bunch of the teachers took out their frustrations on the yeah. student. That's yeah. what the flogging is. It's and not even and like now, trying and to now I think back, anything. and I'm sure most of them were drunk. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. You know, I wouldn't be. It yeah, was just child abuse on a massive scale. Um, it is. Yeah, and you know, now we've adopted it so much into oh, it's the African way to raise a child mm. i'm like yeah but you know we don't really have a history of flogging children yeah until yeah colonizers until, yeah exactly up. that's like when we started being put in boarding schools exactly then flogging became a thing because right. they were trying to break the children into and force them into adopt this culture yeah that was thrown yeah. at them so it became the beatings so yeah that, that's another reason why the moment i read about that and i was like oh yeah i'm doing it because at one point i believed in beating children too mm. it's not like i Right. Always grew up. No, I I believed in beating. I thought I was, you know, hmm. like I was a hardcore Christian. Uh, 
spare the rod, spoil the, the child. I mean, that's the it's quoted all the time, right? <laughs> <laughs> that's the the, the day that line is written in the Bible. <laughs> man, you think man, the Bible they just wrote that, like, man, because start whooping people, whoop whoop the children, whoop sense. You think you're like man, but. Even when, like, the day I was singing in our circles, uh, Girl, I Want to Make You Sweat, which yeah. was the song they played every day between 6.30 and 7 p.m. on yeah. Nigerian State and uh, Federal TV. Uh, we didn't have private TV then. And I used to sing that song every day because they showed on TV all the time. Yeah, you know, and I was, like, um, I was 10, 11 years. Yeah. So, yeah, obviously, it's not a song that kids should be singing. Yeah. But if you have that song playing 24-7, what, what, it's what? a good song. I mean, it's catchy. It's catchy. Yeah, so, of course, we used to sing it in school, sang it everywhere, and I'm singing in the house. And my most evangelical family member walking by, what are you doing? Oh, being an innocent kid, I'm like, oh, I'm singing. What are you singing? Oh, girl, I want to make you sweat. Sweat, you can um, <laughs> pow, I slap oh, wow. How? What the hell wrong with you? This boy, what is wrong with you? So I start crying. Yeah. And I run to my mom, and my mom's like, uh, what are you, well, what's the problem now? So, this person beat me. Why they beat you? Because I was singing. What were you singing? I sing, I sing the whole song. Oh, man, I got got extra beat. <laughs> 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 I, I'll jump from frying pan to fire. Yeah. But in all the beatings, nobody explained to me why, why I was being beat. Hmm. Nobody explained. So even the next day when I went to school and I was telling my classmates that I was singing the song, it was my classmate who was like, oh, you know, the, the, the He's talking about uh, having sex with woman. I said, "What is having sex with a woman?" He said, "Fuck." Well, you you were that 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 innocent, dude. I wow. was. I used, Bible stories twenty four seven. Yeah, man. yeah. Like, like yeah, Bible man. stories. I was me. I was I was that guy. Yeah. And yeah. I still remember when a kid mentioned how babies were made before we had ever had sex reproduction class. Yeah. And one kid, yeah, he was even younger than me by a year or two. He's in London now, and he just says, "Oh." Men and women have sex, and the baby comes out. Hmm. I said, what? They, he said, I said, we have seen porn movies already by then. And I was like, that's not how it happens. He said, oh, yes. Your, your, your mother and your father had sex. Oh, man. That be, <laughs> I said, what an insult. So yeah. Slap the hell. What are you saying about my Beat friend? him up. Beat him up. How dare you? And then two years later, I'm in class. The yeah. teacher is yeah. talking, and I'm like, oh, that boy was right. Oh, I'm sorry. That's the way. Yeah. Yeah, but you know you hide everything from the kids act like you're just gonna go straight to marriage and then when you get oh when it's time for marriage you find out what what you somehow know <laughs> <laughs> like wait what so yeah so that that's why the whole beatings was just it was just a matter of putting fear in, in people yeah people taking out their frustration on children and when i came to that realization i was like yeah there's it, it, it was um because there were times when I was planning my own revenge too hmm. against the teachers who were beating me. Um, there were some guys who, when they graduated secondary school, they came back and beat the teachers. Hmm. They beat they one, of, one of the teachers who used to love flogging. But the day they beat him, you know, it was, um, he was with his daughter. His daughter was probably like three or four years old. And they accosted him at um, one of the popular bus, bus stops and whooped hmm. him, whooped him real bad, whooped him up there. And we knew the people who did it, but when they were asking in school, anybody know? Well, I don't know. Well, I don't know. Yeah. Well, I don't know. Who come to his defense? Well, right. Nobody. But uh, yeah, we were all thinking of doing something like that at yeah. one point in time. Yeah. Like, oh, after I graduate, one year later, we'll just, I know. I know your rats. We've been studying. Yeah. You, where you, yeah. Oh, we know. Yeah. We know. 
we know where you live. We know we know the time you come out. We know where we're going. We know where you drink beer. We're going to track you down. Mm-hmm. We're all planning that because it's all about once we overcome that fear of you, what is there? Yeah. There's no res- it's never been respect. No, no. You know, teachers say, oh, you, must re- you should respect us. But there was no, it was only built in with fear. Yeah. So yeah. one day that person overcomes that fear and that person's like, I don't give a fuck. I'm going to come after you now. Yeah. And the natural response is anger. Mm-hmm. When you when you realize what's being done to you, when you are powerless, yeah, you know, you just feel you have to get angry at it, you know, yeah, you know. But so, there are some people still out there who think that it was fine that they were beaten the way they were beaten. Oh yeah, well, those people. I, still, I, I, in my view, they're still a, a little bit asleep. You know, you, you have to first reckon with how wrong it was. Yeah, I've met uh, people who you know, um, and it's not just limited to only those born in like Nigeria, Ghana, it's like all over the world. Yeah, yeah, and. They've always, like, the moment I, I you know, because I, I didn't, like, broadcast, oh, we're having a baby. It was literally two weeks with the baby being born. And, you know, it's like, oh, you come to baby shower. And I'm like, mm-hmm. what, what? And then those who didn't catch that, it was when I posted, hey, we just, I'm now a dad. Mm-hmm. And people were like, oh, you hid your baby more than Beyonce even did her. So mm-hmm. people were like, you know, so I'm like, oh, so now you're going to be this person. You're going to whoop the chick. Like, she step up out of bounds. Like, oh. Well, why that way your mind just yeah, goes to yeah. first the, fir- the first <laughs> oh here's somebody I can, yeah like can um, discipline okay um oh you know we were uh, bitter kids you know how they set us straight so you have to put that african i'm like uh okay but uh, you're not african yeah so yeah. why why is oh yeah oh, these are well, not i mean from, from you know in india they would be the bitters too i'm like yeah you were colonized by britain too yeah. so yeah, yeah it was obvious why you get beat yeah yeah and, yeah, everywhere that got colonialism, they, you, you all got beat. Yeah, yeah. It's just a basic fact. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. why would I? Why would that be the first thing? That, uh, yeah, but we, I, I got beat as a child. I'm like, yeah, I can see how 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 you are right now. Yeah. It's showing. Yeah, exactly. It's showing. It's still affecting you big time. Yeah, yeah. So you've never addressed it. Go address yeah, it. Exactly. It's not for me to address it with my daughter. My yeah. daughter is not the experiment to use. <laughs> that's really interesting that yeah. they, would, they would see you with your daughter, and that's. <laughs> Yeah, like a bunch of people. That's I don't know. So, some even may have stopped talking to me, talking to me because of mm-hmm. that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, the the line is always "I'm beating you because I love you," right? Yeah. It's because I love you. That that, I, that 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 I was more popular. Come come. That was more common with the on the lover's side. Yeah. Yeah. Because hmm. I or at home. I, I I wasn't used to being told love happened at home. Hmm. So, but it would take a while for that to start being, I think I was probably after 16. Yeah. That that became something that was like a language mm. that was acceptable. Yeah. Yeah. So. Uh, in terms of uh, romantic or? No, no, no. Just family members. Just family members. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't, it's not something that's very common traditionally in Ghana. I don't think as well. Just saying, you know, I love you, you mm-hmm. know. Uh, it's, and it's not that it's, it's, and I don't think it's important even that it's, it's said because some, you know, you know when you're loved right by a family member by someone so you know to me there's there's a little too much of in this culture i think everyone says i love you i love you, I love you. but really like what are you showing you yeah know? so yeah. it's interesting th- i think it's i don't i don't i realize now when i think back you know my mom said it more than my dad i don't think guys african men well, say well, that a lot, a lot i know people who said that to yeah uh, that it came from their mothers yeah but i knew yeah, and I felt it. So and some the dads have the dads never said it, but they knew that their dad. Yeah, because he showed, but he just was because that 
African masculinity of you yeah. know, I don't say I'm like man say it if you want to say yeah. it say it that, say that's it, just it. me because you don't say it until your daughter is getting married and then you start crying. I'm like, wait, he can cry? Yeah, yeah. You're like, wow. <laughs> like, he, he's human. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He's not just this. Because yeah, yeah. I remember seeing that too. I saw, I saw a dude cry or one of these men who, you know, you've always looked at him like, man, this guy like some warrior type of dude yeah, and that yeah, kind of thing. Yeah. His daughter was getting married and the guy burst out he's in breaking tears. Down. Like, yeah. wait, what yeah. is happening here? I know, like, oh, she got up on the house. Oh, yeah. oh, he cried. Oh. <laughs> like, wait, what? Did, did somebody die? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, man, it's, uh, yeah, a lot of things that are growing up. I got a former friend of mine. He, uh, when, when we had, he's based in Germany. Unfortunately, he took a dark part in Germany, Nigerian mm-hmm. born. And uh, he, once we had, we, we used to have these conversations every once in a while, like two, three hours, and talk about emotional things. And one day he just said, you know what? I need to talk to my dad. And he called his dad. And he said, he asked his dad, why you never said you loved, loved mm. me or you loved any of us, you know, growing yeah. up? Yeah. And his dad broke down crying. Really? Yeah, he said his dad broke down crying. Like, his dad started giving him family history that he never knew of. Like his dad had been abused. Mm. His dad had, so it came from a place that the dad just wow. didn't know how to say it. Yeah, yeah. But it's not like, he knew his dad, didn't, his dad loved him. Right, right. But the dad just, he, for him to open his mouth and say it was like, hell no. Yeah, yeah. just... So, but it, that comes, he had to like ask his dad, why, why would you, you yeah. why all my life you've never, it was like you only attack, attack. That's the only time you can talk, you yeah. can attack. Yeah. But there are certain things where I know you are proud of me because I hear from outsiders, you'll be talking about That's me. That's so true. Yeah. yeah. But you don't say to me, it's like always challenging me and I, I'm tired of confrontations. Hmm. So it's either we have a grown up relationship and, you know, we can talk now. We can talk. Let's talk. Right, right. But why have you never said you love me? And you just left the dad crying. And I was like, wow. wow. Interesting. That was uh, something I did yeah. not expect. Yeah, I'm sure yeah. he didn't. Ex- yeah. yeah he wasn't that, even uh, expecting that. Happening. Wow. But he got, you know, since since then, last time we spoke, he's, he said the relationship had gotten yeah. better after that. So I, I wish mm. more people would, would give that a try. Yeah. And it doesn't mean all your parents will respond in kind or your parents. Right. Because I know a bunch of parents will be like, shut up. Shut up! I raised you. Yeah, right. I, I wash your yash. Yeah, my <laughs> friend, I pay for your school fees. What do you want again? Yeah, what, what, do you want? what more do you want? Yeah, <laughs> you know, I'm not convinced that is is wrong or the African way. I'm not convinced. What is the wrong. African way? That's my well, question. Well, th- this this well, I get, let me just speak about the masculinity part. Mm-hmm. But I don't. It's just the cultural uh, behavior, right? It's just it's it's. I don't think it has ties to colonialism necessarily. I think it might just be, it's just so pervasive, this sense of, you know, if you're an African man, you, you know, it's not even stated. You just sort of expect that you're going to carry yourself a certain way. You're not going to show weakness. You're not going to show vulnerability. I don't believe that that's an African. Well, African not, not it's, to be honest, I it's don't. It's not necessarily African the exclusively. exclusively. the African way. I, and I, no, I, get, I get the point you're making, but I, I, say I don't believe that it is the African way because I've looked at a whole bunch of different African tribes and, you know, cultures. Mm-hmm. And there's always men who being themselves. Yeah. But they've been allowed to be themselves. So let me clarify. There's no one African way mm-hmm. in, on such a big continent. You know, it's... But people who are like this. Yeah. It might not always be because of some unresolved issues that they have. They might, they might be healthy, healthily emotional people who just... 
don't find it necessary to vocalize their love. Okay. But show it in a different way. And I think I think the actions, maybe, if that's there, I think that's healthy for children than hearing the words of affirmation. Necessarily. So that, right. That, 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 that could because, be a point. Because I, I, I can think of situations where somebody might say all the right things, mm-hmm. but then their actions and behaviors don't match up. Which, True. You know, children being sensitive will find out there's a disconnect here, right? I mean, children, children will know. They'll know. They know. They'll know because that's why my my former friend, I said former friend for a reason. Excuse me. He noticed this growing up, and it's like where I noticed a whole bunch of things. You know, of course, we notice stuff, but the question becomes: Do we take it as is this fact? Is this so? It's okay. Do we because a lot of times we make excuses for the people, right? And say you know that there was you know and some. Like like mine, like I use my mom as an example. I was raised by my mom, and she, when she left Ghana and came to Nigeria, she was very liberal. Mm-hmm. You know, like mm-hmm. I won't say liberal. I say more. As she was more of a progressive-minded person. Like mm-hmm. for the Niger- for Nigeria, they were like, "What is this? A woman wearing mini skirt, had big afro. She had um um, she had a degree, and then she went to America, got a master's. So she was way ahead of oh, a whole wow. bunch yeah. of men." We yeah. are ahead of a whole right. bunch of that's a trick, man. People can't handle that. Yeah. Well, yeah. Man, a lot yeah. of men are like, ah, this is too much. Ah, you should go and sit, go and get married. Go and go, and, go, and, go and. My, my friend, yeah, not a good African woman. Yeah, right? yeah exactly. Well, that is an attack. Of it's course. an attack yeah, yeah. because a lot of men couldn't handle that. Of and course. with time, I started understanding how she started changing hmm. because being human, you want, you want love, you want partnership, you want some. So, at the end of the day, she started caving into the demands of the community because when you yeah, see the person yeah. that she ended up with, I always ask, how did you get, how come you and this man were and together? Yeah, you, yeah. You, you can't, she can't tell me how, but I figured it out because, yeah. you know, I do my investigations and it was the fam, hey, come and marry this, he's a good man, he went to school too, yeah. he has a degree, that man already had like five children from two different women hmm. and that was hell she got into because yeah, that man yeah. beat the hell out of her. Hmm. And when you see the whole thing, it's like, oh, I can't, I can't say anything wrong. That mom almost killed you. You were pregnant with this child, almost killed you in America, but you can't say, you can't, yeah, call police because you know, married and yeah. all that. And yeah. then you return back to Nigeria, you leave the man, you still carry his name. And then yeah. you moved on and I had me with a different person, a whole different story entirely. And when you start seeing the whole part, and you're like, wait, there was one person who was this stage. And then you see how it started changing. Yeah. When you meet the wrong ones, you know, there was like, oh, if the man was like, I accept you for who you are. Yeah. You, your degrees don't, I'm, not, I'm happy that you're progressing. They weren't, it wasn't encouraged. Yes. It was more of, I'm, the, I'm, I'm coming to claim territory. Yes, exactly. So I'm, I claim I'm the, you. The head of the household. I claim yeah. you. Yeah. And she was that type of person of she raised all her family, the, all her siblings. Mm-hmm, she mm-hmm. was she had that macho mentality, that masculine mentality. Yeah. If I may say, if I put yeah. it that way. Yeah. So it was always going to be a clash if you're always going to be matched with someone, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. a man of that same mentality. You needed a man who was much more nurturing, a man right. who was much more understanding. Yeah. Yeah. To go with, and. When I realized who her first love was, I saw the person. Because mm. even when she talks about him, I see the way her face changes. Oh. He's Ghanaian. But mm. because of some rule that my grandfather made, she couldn't, she couldn't marry him. Marry him wow. Even though my grandfather had Ghanaian wives. Oh. 
So another thing again. Interesting. But she was obeying the masculinity. Good, good for me, but not for the, you. The, the African, you know, and that's why I always challenge it. Because when you see the whole, it's like, it's yeah. mad complicated. Because yeah. you said this example of like, yeah, I'm the African. You stand up tall, raise shoulders high. And you're like, yeah, but you have to damage people. You have to you crush yeah. people down. That's not a strong person if you need to do that. And yeah. So with because at one time I always revered certain people, I put them so high, you know, and then the moment I started, you know, let me just take a little peek into mm. who you really were, mm-hmm. and I'm oh shit, I can't, I can't even deal. No, 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 I don't want to know this truth. Shut it. I just stick to the African man that you were. Yeah. This was yeah. cooler. I was yeah. much more. Yeah. And then I'm like, is that really the truth? Because for me personally, I can't even tolerate. A friend who does what this man was doing. Yeah, yeah. You were a friend. Like I had a friend who I was like, at one point I was supposed to send him, invite him to come to the States. But he, that guy used to love beating up any woman. He just And if I say beat up, it's not like he would just slap you for hmm. this guy. For some reason, he would plan, I'll beat you on this day. And he would tell you that three months from now, I'll beat you. And he would do it. What? He would beat the, and he would beat this girl from head to toe. Like, he, I'm like, did he get all your money? Like, what kind of... This is mad. It's madness. And... When I'm living in Nigeria, it's like, oh, my brother, uh, you know, remember to invite me as soon as you get your papers, you yeah. get your visa. I said, uh, so you come and kill somebody here? Yeah, no, no. no. I, I told him, I told him, like, I would never. something, yeah, there's I can't. something wrong with and, this person. What? But, but every time his Bible quotes, he's sending me, I'm always sending me a Bible quote. Have you gotten help for what you need uh, You need to get help for? No? Okay. Mm. But it's that same thing of I'm, that, I'm the culture. Nobody wants to talk to him. Nobody wants to tell him, like, bro, stop abusing women stop yeah. picking girls in the neighborhood beat them up yeah and you know, but there are different layers i'm yeah. not, I'm not yeah. saying all of them beat well, women yeah. i'm that's not that, saying but that's all, the but pathological kind of masculinity yeah like but there's yeah. different layers because yeah. the society allows all of them to exist yeah and yeah. there's no checks yeah there are no checks um, you're, right. you're right so you're right. it's like if you can as fast as you just well you know it's an african team the man shouldn't be challenged in his house because i remember him using an excuse like oh she challenged me okay so, okay, I don't want, don't, don't data. Yeah, yeah. The fact that right. you have to beat, beat, like, beat, like, I've never seen anybody beat a woman like, that guy yeah. beat a woman, yeah. like, from head to toe. Yeah. And you're like, you can't even call police for that one, because you got police, Nigerian police for us, uh, madam, what do you do? Yeah, that's the, what did you do? What, what do you do where this man beat you this. like this? Like, yeah. why, why would wow. he just beat you like this? But, yeah, I've seen that guy do that to kids, even. Yeah. So, yeah, so it's something that I always challenge. I'm like, I'm an African man. Yeah. But I, see, I'm, that's I'm not, the African example. I, I, don't, I, don't, I, don't I don't do it for that. my own self. I'm doing my own thing. Yeah. I don't have that in mind that oh. this sort of like uh, aggressive, you know, uh, putting people down to make yourself seem, seem yeah. like, oh, yeah, that there's that dimension, which you're right. There are no checks on and, and it happens. But there's another variety, which is maybe I would say the self-sacrificing person, right? Mm. Who, who does what they have to do yeah. for their families Yes, and doesn't show their kids, you know, like there's a Dave Chappelle uh, skit where he talks about how, you know, it would have been messed up if his dad sat him aside and said, hey, son, you know, I'm worried about the rent today. Mm. You know, there's, there's a certain side, you know, even when things are tough yeah. at home, isolating your family or your kids from that reality takes a certain sort of hardness that you need, you need to uh, embody sometimes just to make the world seem safe. I agree. But at the same time, we notice. Yeah, perhaps. Yeah, true. Yeah. Not perhaps. True. Because true. I, let me give you another example. Because uh, uh, when I say the African masculinity, and I include women too in it, mm. it's, it's not just it's not tied to only men. 
So my mom was a federal civil servant. Mm-hmm. And she was a senior civil, like senior, high ranking. And um, it got to a stage, there was, there was a point where I think they hadn't paid them for like six months, seven mm-hmm. months. And I guess she wasn't dipping into the treasury or anything. So we're broke. Yeah. There was no money in the house. And she didn't tell me. Right. But, you know, you want to go to school in the morning. And my elder sister was staying with me, my nieces and nephews. Mm-hmm, where mm-hmm. We'd also, they were the babies of the house. Yeah. They all crying. They want to eat. Right. But there's no food. Yeah. I just I don't know how to say it because she, my sister is also a civil servant, but she works for the state. And they also had not been paid for a couple of months. My elder brother was in college. So I think he was back home for holidays, but he had, he had just taken a job. So he had mm-hmm, to, like, mm-hmm. he, but you have to wait till the end of the month to get paid. It was like, a, it was a private gig, but you know, so, but they were not like, Hey, you know, there's no things are hard. You, you can't really explain to the little babies. Right. But I'd noticed that there's no food. There's nobody making breakfast, nothing. Or they hadn't, they hadn't, they hadn't told me to go make eggs or something. Yeah. They would have told me to do something. There was nothing. So all of a sudden you're like, uh, my sister asked my brother, do you have money? Like, uh, do you have any spare change, anything you can spare? Like, you know, where there's nothing really in the house. And I overheard them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I knew they were broke. Right. I knew. I knew yeah. my mom was broke. Yeah. But guess what? Every once in a while, I've been putting one night or two night aside just for my own, so I could go play video games and play some, <laughs> yeah, but it was just my own you thing. You reason. Like, yeah. always building my, uh, then, then it's, I've read a whole bunch of books where it was like the, the kids escaped, go on some grand adventure. So I used to always try and save money to do something like that. And I took mm-hmm. my money, the whole the cash that I had, which was like 15 or almost 20 naira. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I brought it out. So I was like, hey, you go. Wow. let's buy bread. Yeah. Buy bread and um, beans and something. I think bread, beans and sugar was enough or something like that. Or Gary. Yeah. Yeah. And we bought that. Yeah. But I didn't. You know, they didn't come and tell me like we were broke. Right. Like right. this is where we, yeah. things were. Because yeah. my school fees had not been paid. Yeah. So I'm being harassed so, you know, at so school. You, so you're you already know, feeling you, it. You know, you feel it. You right. feel it in different ways. But they don't consider that you're feeling it. Yeah. They think that they're protecting you. Right. Yeah. But at the same time, the world is not waiting for them to, yeah. you know, the world will still hit you and kids will feel it. And kids know because sometimes your, your, your um, parents' colleagues who have kids that you play with, their, their parents might talk. Right. And they just want to and they come make fun of you in front of everybody and you're like, dang, yeah. this is, and, you know. So all these things, there are different times, a whole bunch of stuff that happened. But I know at least three times, I can remember three times where I gave money. Yeah, yeah. And then when it was when I asked for the money back, that's when it was. <laughs> <laughs> How dare you? Yeah. How dare you ask for money? But because they told me, like, oh, well, you, thank, thank you for bringing money. We'll pay. And when I, when I get paid, I'll give you back your money. Yeah, yeah. that was gone. It yeah. was gone. Yeah. It was gone. But you know what? I felt good. Yeah, of course. I felt I'm good. I'm sure. I'm sure. Giving back that day. Yeah. And yeah. I didn't see that as giving back. But you didn't understand really. You didn't really understand. But you just knew that you were stepping in. Right. Right. Because they needed help. And yeah. I, all I was thinking about was my nieces and nephew that they were shouting, I'm hungry, I'm hungry, I'm hungry. You yeah. know, one other time when he bad on by them, my sister's no longer working for the civil service. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. her husband was supposed to send some money from uh, South Africa where he was based. Yeah. And things hadn't arrived. Things were getting bad. And I just took my nieces and nephew, they were much bigger now, to my buddy's house. 
I got there, I put the boy aside, like, hey, man, uh, I know you're not like a rich, wealthy family or something like that, but, man, we just need food. And not for me, just give these children. If you got enough food to spare, hook my kids up. That's mm-hmm. it. And he told his mom, I'm like, what, what are you waiting for? Feed them kids. Yeah, yeah. Give, them, give Raph, 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 Raph. Every time Raph gets extra <laughs> clothes, he always hook you up. Well, I'm going to feed that boy. So, you know, my kids ate good, fell asleep. I'm like, well, yeah. look at that. So there were times I did stuff like that. Yeah. We, we always, that's why I say, we always know. If you look back, you discover that yeah. there were times you knew, not every time we could help. Right, they, right. They, Because, right. you know, there were people who I know well, I'll be wondering, why are you selling stuff? Right. Why are you selling this gift that you had, this precious yeah. item yeah. that you had? Yeah. It was probably one of those things that made them do right. something like that. Right. But it right. makes sense now that a kid will be, I'm giving away this Walkman that was like my claim to fame in the whole neighborhood. Everybody knew yeah. that I'm the only kid that has this yellow Walkman. I stand out. And then this kid will go sell it. Why would he sell it? But his family needed yeah. support at that moment. And he was the only one who could support. Right. So... There were different moments, but kids mm. notice. Yeah, At the end of the yeah, day, they, true. no matter how hard we try, they know when. The, yeah. it's, it's like a dog. When the dog notices that the owner, there's something, the dog just yeah, comes on. Yeah. Hey, it's going to be all right. Yeah, kids, are, they, they're sensitive. They, yeah. they, they catch on. They You're, catch right. On. You're right. But anyway, we spend enough time on this uh, emotional topic. <laughs> and let's come, we're going to come back to your, your journey, you know. And we shall take a quick break and then jump back to you. Hi everyone, your host Rafael Harry here. I can't believe we've gone past our one year anniversary of doing White Label American. I've had the privilege of speaking with some amazing people, sharing their modern day immigrant stories. And you've allowed this Nigerian immigrant to share parts of his immigrant journey through this podcast. Also, one of my goals of this podcast is breaking down artificial walls that keep people from getting to understand each other. Based on your wonderful feedback over the last year, I think we have done a decent job in breaking down some of those walls. We would like to continue and expand on this mission, but we need your help. I've had an amazing time creating and producing episodes for this show largely on my own. We have a lot of ideas for new and exciting content to expand upon the mission, but we need direct support from you, our listener, which is why we have created White Label American Patreon page, where you can make a one-time donation or become a sustaining contributor, where you can get access to exclusive content, help me interview upcoming guests, by submitting questions and even have the chance to sit down with me for a one-on-one conversation either virtually or in studio. So if this podcast means something to you and if you really love this show, think about becoming a sustaining contributor and donating by going to patreon.com slash white label american pod thanks for listening and for the privilege of your company um last we were at secondary school so it was right after secondary school you moved to the states yes yes back in uh, 2006 2006 oh i I left uh in 2007 
So let me see if you you among um, if if you flew the airline of this podcast. What was the airline you took? You know, hmm. I'm not sure. Did you Honestly, stop at Amsterdam? I didn't stop at Amsterdam. I don't think. I have before. No, no, no. That that first. But that time first. To honestly, America. I don't remember at this point. Man, I don't remember. That, this point. That, that journey was so boring, or what? Um. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. Wow. I, yeah, yeah. Honestly, wow. it's 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 strange, but. Yeah, I don't. I don't, I don't recall what airline. <laughs> well, it was. that's a first. Like I, you know, it might have been Delta. Honestly, if I Delta? think about it. Okay, yeah. so well, the Delta had straight flights. The straight then? flights. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So you landed at Atlanta first. Um, no, I think it was a direct, if I remember, to, to JFK. Oh, huh. I thought Delta always did from Atlanta, then went to other cities. No, no, it's oh, direct okay. from uh, JFK to Accra. Oh, yeah. okay. So you land at JFK. Yeah. What, well, what was that experience like? Um, so this was the second time I'd, well, actually the third time I'd been in the U.S. So I'd visited in 99, okay. 2004. Um, yeah, just this, the same thing that I always okay, thought. Okay, so let's go back to your first time you went in Yes, ninety nine. Yeah, ninety nine. Um, yeah, uh, I was uh, in New Jersey with my mom's family. Um, she has some siblings who live here. Okay. Yeah, um, came to New York City, took a photo in front of the Twin Towers. You know, ate a hot dog on the side of the street in Manhattan, which you don't see those anymore, by the way. I don't remember the last time I'm I saw a hot dog person. So I don't uh, miss oh, I'm a huge hot dog person. Nah, that 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 was one American team. I was like, I want to really? see why people are crazy about this stuff. It doesn't taste good to you. Uh, I I ate hot dog in Nigeria. And I was like, I don't, I don't, I don't I get don't, it. You don't get it. Okay. You know, well, when I came here, people were like, I mean, if you offer me hot dog, and that's the only option at the at the joint. I'm so at the, at the barbecue, there there are burgers and hot dogs. You always go for the burger over the. Damn barbecue. right. Oh, okay. damn right. Yeah. yeah. I was probably healthier if you think about hot dogs. Like, I don't, I still don't understand hot dogs. I'm like, why do they exist? But mm. don't judge me. You know, I'm not yeah. the guest. Go after the guest. <laughs> Fair. Uh, it, this hot dog made an impression on me because oh. my uncle at the time was like, you know, this is a genuine, you know, authentic New York hot dog. Okay. So as I was eating it, the, the significance was entering my belly, you know, of this hot dog <laughs> being <laughs> the genuine thing, you know. What a description. <laughs> <laughs> um, Maybe that was the hot dog I needed. Right. To, to change my mind. Yeah, I still remember <laughs> having the sauerkraut for the first time. Yeah. Um, it was a fun time. You know, I remember going, you know, getting new clothes. That was a big thing. The thing that really struck me, though, was how clean America is, like the highways. That's every time driving from the airport I, and to and from, you know, you just see, I was just like, wow. And I remember, you know, funnily enough, my, my shoes, my sneakers never needed to be washed. Mm. That's the thing I realized. Okay. They were always, you know, there wasn't as much dust yeah. up and about. Um, and, you know, Ghana's come a long way since 99. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Because I, I remember every, everyone from the family who went to Ghana for the first time saying, the first thing they said about Ghana, I mean, Ghana is clean. Really? That is the first thing every it's all relative, family huh? and um, Niger every Nigerian knew who went, who been to Ghana. That's like the oh, when they come back, like oh, compared to Nigeria, oh, Ghana is clean. That's the first thing they would say, mm. like Ghana is clean. Those are Ghanaians. Oh man, like why can Nigeria be clean like that? Why can Nigeria be clean? Mm. And I'm like, um, you know, I haven't experienced it myself. Yeah, I need to go and see yeah. for myself. But huh. yeah. That was like uh, that. That that's one thing that oh. always stayed with me. But you're the first person that mentioned being in New York and saw, um, noticed the streets being clean. Well, I won't, I won't say Manhattan. I would okay. say the the highways. The, okay, to the, the highways. Yeah. yeah. All right. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's an important <laughs> distinction. Okay. So, yeah. um, 
you chose college here and how did you settle on what you wanted to study and uh, the college you picked yeah yeah so in terms of college i just i didn't visit any schools um as you can imagine i just mm -hmm. looked at the brochures and picked the ones that seemed like they had that i could reasonably get into that had good financial aid programs um and so i ended up going to the school colgate university in upstate new york is where i went um smallish school of 2700 students or so oh, um but the kind of school where you know the admissions office would write handwritten thank you notes or like you know okay. letters cool. in, uh, you know in the acceptance letters so that actually ended up being the reason I went to that school over the other ones I got into. Oh. The feeling that this is a place that is welcoming, um, mm -hmm. only to later discover that these notes are written by other students who are working <laughs> in the admissions <laughs> office. And I, I myself had this job, <laughs> writing these notes ah. and signing them. Um, <laughs> it's a very effective tactic. So ah, really, like, I gotcha. They, I hope they still keep doing it. <laughs> um, oh, man. Yeah, uh, that, was, that, was that was beautiful. Great place, you know, an American university, liberal arts college. Uh, very liberal compared to the boarding school I went to where we got up at 5.30, did garden work for 30 mm -hmm. minutes, then had to empty the trash, you know, clean our rooms for inspection just before breakfast. And then, you know, walk to school, come back, you know, prep time at, at night, no hand-holding with girls. So coming to an American school from this, you know, strict environment, which is supposed to teach you discipline, yeah, it had the opposite effect on me. <laughs> I, I really became... Weedy. I earned my name yeah. in high school and in college, to, to say the least. Yeah. Um, but, you know, the, it was a lot of fun and I learned a lot. I just wasn't very disciplined when it came to the classroom. Mm. So my initial goals were to study mathematics and physics. Wow. Those were subjects that I that, gravitated that, towards in high school. Heavy, man. Um, yeah, but I, I wasn't the caliber of, uh, well, in so terms of wait, discipline. Wait, was it like... Um, a degree in mathematics with a minor in physics or what? I was, you know, one or the other. Okay. You know, I think physics was the main, you know, maths I thought was, uh, would be good to have. All right. But physics is what I really enjoyed doing. Um, but, you know, the self-study aspect of college, I just wasn't ready for it. In, mm -hmm. in retrospect, I wasn't mature enough to, to take my studies seriously. So I started taking Russian studies because of my Russian, you know, history yeah. um, because my parents both speak Russian fluently because they had to learn Russian when they were yeah. in Russia. Um, and so, you know, I just enjoyed the classes. I enjoyed the language. I enjoyed the literature, um, which was in English. And at some point it looked like if I wanted to have a respectable GPA, which I did not end up with, by the way, Russian was the way to go. And I, you know, I remember thinking to myself, you know, in America, um, you know, just graduate, yeah. you know, it doesn't matter what you study. You can always pivot to something else, which obviously I've done myself. So I thought to myself, well, if I keep beating my head over this, I'm just not the kind of student that I should be if I was going to major in physics or maths. Yeah. But Russian, I can this. Yeah. Why not? I'm already getting decent grades in this. So it, it wasn't uh, it wasn't intentional. It was more like it was a lazy student's way out. But now I think to myself that it, it was so enriching to me. Um, yeah. And, and the way I see the world and, you know, for personal or emotional reasons, too. I like that you um, reached that uh, conclusion of going with Russian and that uh, you could pivot to something else in the future. And it's something that uh, I wish I'd figured out because when it came to military service, I kind of knew that without really pursuing it per se. But in college, I, you know, by the time I finally said, okay, I'm going to college after I got out of the military, I bought into i'd always been fighting against the the kind of nigerian thing of you must go study the 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 courses that are the the degrees that are like uh the hot cakes you know everybody's mm -hmm. going up mm -hmm. into 
And I was like, I don't really enjoy those. And that's not really my interest, not my field. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So I tried to avoid them while I was in the Navy when I started taking classes. But after I got out of the Navy and, you know, fell into depression and a whole bunch of things, I started like, oh, man, you know, you need to make money fast. You know, you need to just find the degree that after you, you graduate, it's like you guaranteed 100K, mm -hmm. you know, and... Yeah, so as I ended up with business <laughs> administration, which yeah. uh, if I were to go back and do it again, I wouldn't, I wouldn't mm. go near. But uh, I, I, I don't regret doing it because I, I, it was still an experience. But at the same time, I have some regrets mm. because I did not allow myself um, enjoy university. Mm. It was just study, uh, um, not not even study. It was just graduate. Yes. Going graduate and get yeah just get yeah. the degree going get the degree so when I had the opportunity to mingle with people because I always network I always have the ability to organize or bring people together mm -hmm, mm -hmm. or people come to me I was like now I push this aside because mm. the goal is to go get a degree and all of a sudden it felt like I was burning out yeah yeah and then adding my disabilities which I hadn't recognized that I, I got in from the military, mm -hmm. everything seemed to just hit me at one time. So when I should have been taking breaks, I wasn't taking breaks. Yeah, yeah. Because you must work hard. You must yeah. work hard. Right. You know, the only thing is work hard. Nobody said work hard, take breaks. Yeah. You know, and it was just work hard, work hard, work hard. And my GPA just started dropping, dropping, dropping. And I was at, at the end, and I was like, oh. my GPA was I, was, I was thinking I was going to end up with 4.0, and it just said drop. Yeah. And I, you know, I don't care anymore. <laughs> just, just graduate. Yeah, just, just, just <laughs> let me just <laughs> get this. Just yeah. graduate. It was... Yeah. You know, some professors would put me outside, like, hey, man, what's, are, you, are you okay? You're like one of the best students we have. Well, what's happening? You, yeah. your, your tests are not showing up like that. Yeah. Like that. Yeah. You know, I, I, I was just like, man, I'm on my last legs. Mm. I can't. I can't. I shouldn't have gone for those courses. Yeah. But it was that thing. And I wish I had come to that, you know, I'd reason it out or I'd t t gone to even counseling. I'd, mm. You know, I wish I'd asked for help. Yeah. Hell yeah. yeah. That was the thing that killed me. I was like, nah, yeah. I got it. I carried across myself. Yeah. You know, I, yeah. I, I can reach the finish. I can see the finish line. You know, I got this. I got this. But, you know, when the professors reached out to me, I I, I didn't. I was yeah. like, ah, nah, nah, it's fine. It's fine. And then, yeah, when I saw my GP, I dropped to 2. Point, uh, I think it, it dropped down to 2. Point, uh, it was 2.67. Hmm. I was like, man, what, yeah. what the hell? Yeah. What? Yeah, now I'm like, oh. I don't know oh. if I should admit what my graduation <laughs> GPA was on. Oh, no, no. I was freaking out. Like now, sure, I, but the reason why I can admit it now is because of uh, people who I've met in mm. some big positions at some companies. They got worse GPAs than me, and I'm like, dang. Yeah, networking. including, my, including Net myself. Networking is uh, networking is power. It yeah. is power. And, and maybe GPA doesn't measure all the things we think it does. No, it doesn't. Yeah, it doesn't. And I, I was just so focused on the wrong things that. You know, I could have easily, I could have taken a break when I needed to take a break. Yeah, I could yeah. have bounced back, you know, yeah. and I'm saying all this now, not as a matter of regret, mm. but for those listening, in case there's someone who's um, on that journey right now, you know, you can yeah. see, you can hear from us and be like, hey, yeah. I don't have to repeat these mistakes and go through the whole yeah. downhill path. If you need to ask for help, ask for help, man. Actually, yeah, don't, yeah. Don't, take don't advantage it. of your yeah. office hours and oh yeah, yeah. your yeah. universities are, are there. I mean, if you're in, in university in Nigeria, uh, so yeah, sorry, I can't. They, mm. that, that, that they can't help you. I won't help you. Mm. But if you are outside of Nigeria, yeah, they take take advantage of the people there to help you. 
use them. And if they don't help you, reach out online. There are people who, yeah, 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 yeah. They're great people to help you. So um, while in college, um, something has also happened to you. A big change happened. Yeah. Um, assuming you mean uh, meeting my my soon to well future future wife. Yeah. Yeah. Because you you Ruthie. You you went from being a bachelor and decided like, man, I am I'm, I'm right away like this is it. Like, I wasn't planning on uh on on getting settled long term um at the time, honestly. Uh, you know, in my mind was you know all these romantic notions of you know you be single, you know have fun, yeah, you know play the field, whatever. You, you were, you were Even though I wasn't like, ever much like of a, like me, uh, like who was planning to go around all the continents, gallivant three months, three, you know, you're two not, years, <laughs> yeah, two years. <laughs> you sound yeah, like a good like, friend of mine, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sample a dish from every plan. part of the world, right? I was applying initially. Yeah. I was going to go through all the Western Europe, visit all the, yeah. yeah, yeah, like yeah, that's a young man's uh, ambition. Uh, um. Yeah, I, I, I don't, you know, I never even imagined that I'd be able to do that because I wasn't ever, you know, I don't think, you know, my, my talents with, with women at the time or even now, well, not that I'm even doing any, uh, I, I never was able to say the sweet words that got them to like me. Mm. It was almost, almost always through, you know, some activity together, maybe dancing, something like that. That was just oh, the way so it just you, sort of you, you, Is that your way of telling us you're a dancer? I, I love to dance. Yeah. All righty. Yeah. All righty. Um, yeah. Unfortunately, this is not a video podcast. We'll have, well. We would have put up a video for the audience to, to judge. I've been told that I'm very stiff by my Ghanaian relatives. Aye, but yay. but uh, you know what? Yay. In Ghana, everybody's a good dancer, apparently. Well, so. to, be, to be fair, too. I, I know some family members who've complained about my waist not moving. I'm like, in my <laughs> defense, I have some disabilities, so I'm allowed not to <laughs> shake the waist because our, 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 our Ijo tribe, um, yeah, that's another thing with us. That's this masculinity thing. All the nonsense they talk about, all the, man, when it comes to dancing, our men shake the hips. Yeah. We bend down, shake the hips like that. Yeah, I've seen some of my uncles, they can challenge Shakira and really? Beyonce. They will challenge them. <laughs> It's like you'll be black. I'm confused, right? Here. Yeah, I'm confused. Yeah, but I've seen the same people when a child starts shaking. Ah, 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 what, what is? What are you doing? I'm like, well, so when when are you gonna learn? Yeah. When when are you gonna learn the, the moves? When when are we supposed to yeah, start? Exactly. Like we're just gonna be hiding in the cupboard and dancing, Until. and then one day, ta da da. I'm like, oh man. Like yeah. So yeah. And they'll be doing like, Raph, we don't see you dancing. I'm like, oh, remember when you used to shout like, oh, don't 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 shake. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, but yeah. I, I try to do the sugar daddy dance now, though. Like, I don't know that one. You know, man, I know you, you Nigerians have a lot of dances. Yeah, that, that's my own dance. There's a, the there are different sugar daddy dances, mm -hmm. but um, there's only one made by me. Okay, okay. Yeah. We'll have to see. After you score the next goal at uh, uh, Friday Soccer, oh, man. maybe that yeah. can be a celebration. Yeah, it depends on the music that's playing. Okay. Uh, there, okay. There, there, there are too many rules that you know I put up. <laughs> <laughs> I left exactly. my own Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, So... You met your wife from um, doing the, so was it writing the letter or was it playing soccer or what? So we were both uh, interns in the admissions office the mm -hmm. summer of 2008, um, which ages ago now, um, 16 years, wait. Yeah, I was, yeah, I was just yeah, heading 30, to 30 boot years. camp then. Yeah. Um, yeah, we were both interns, so, you know, signing these letters, mailing them out, etc. But in our free time, there weren't that many students on campus. So, But a few of us who liked to play soccer would meet up and organize soccer games, maybe about, you know, 20 of us or mm -hmm. a little bit fewer um and she's a very good athlete you know my wife played division one hockey in in school and played hockey throughout her you know her childhood 
and also played soccer, you know, for part of her childhood on a boys' team. Wow. Um, and was, you know, as rough as, as you know, some of the boys, um, if not more so. So she's, she's, she was a bit of a tomboy growing up with two other brothers. And, you know, you know, somebody like that who was, you know, you know, playing midfield, crossing the ball over, you know, you know, with skill. Uh, it, was, it definitely, you know, piqued my interest. I, I would yeah. like to say that it was her athletic, you know, skills that mm -hmm. made me interested in her. But honestly, mm -hmm. it was, it was, you know, mm -hmm. well, mm -hmm. I guess it's a compliment. It was physical, yeah, obviously. Yeah, well, um, and I thought to myself, I, I, you know, I, this I, is I, somebody I, I, you know, I would like to get to know. So I had a party in the townhouse I was living in with uh, a few of my other college buddies during the summertime and we threw a party and one of my main reasons my main excitements for this party was the fact that I could invite my colleagues thinking that specifically Ruthie would show up so she comes to the party and you know we're dancing and not not me and her I'm you know folks are dancing and I ask her to dance and she says no oops and then there's another girl there who uh, I, I start dancing with and I make it a point of really having a great time which you know, I, I think obviously Ruthie could tell that I liked her and, you know, and so I think she got jealous and started to dance with another guy. And at which point I'm like, oh, so she is dancing. So I just, so you, I cut you in. You now became jealous? Uh, well, no. So then I cut in. I knew, I saw my moment and cut in and we started dancing. <laughs> so like, like I said, dancing has been my, that's, you know, ah, that's okay, been my, my, okay. my way I, of, uh, I have to give the dancing now. Cause. Well, yeah, I, I, you know, it, it's the, the Michael Jackson principle, you know. You can be doing the most ridiculous dance moves, yep. but if you wear the right facial expression, oh. you can sell it. Okay. That's how you can stand in front of thousands grabbing your crotch and like nobody's <laughs> laughing at you. Right? It's just the attitude. The attitude sells it. And so, the jackets too. And the jackets, yes. Yeah. So I don't have the charisma as much as him or whatever, but you know, I can I can I can look okay doing ridiculous moves. I think there's one way to settle that. We have to do another episode and bring Ruthie. But you're yeah. not gonna be here. You just you, you keep you keep, yeah. we'll keep you in the bathroom. Stay yeah. there. In fact, she asked uh, when she will to join the podcast. She's like, "I'll I'll lie and say I'm an immigrant." Man, she, she, <laughs> we should have brought her here. She should have been sitting down here watching you say this, and that would have been mad fun. So she would have. No, no, no. This is good. This is good. No, no. We we'll arrange another episode where that way I have something. I have something. I'll I'll, I'll work on, and then yeah, we'll, mm. I can't get, let the cat out of the bag yet. Okay. Put it that oh, okay. way. Yeah. But I, I, I work I, on something. Yeah, I, I, know she, I know she'll be game. Yeah. Yeah. So, but I, I have a feeling though that uh, the main attraction, uh, the, the main reason why you, you began your moves was because she was whooping your ass too much hmm. on the field. So you're like, you know what? We got to be on the same team. And I don't just mean the same team. I mean forever. <laughs> well so said. this was, this well was your African man move. The African masculinity came out. I was like, you know what? I'm gonna just claim territory here and be like, we're we on the same team yeah. now. You you yeah. you played a different you you reversed it into yeah. a different game. I was like, I'm just gonna be we, we, we one team. So if we're one team now, you won't be whooping me anymore. Exactly. Exactly. Okay. We'll partner up. Yeah. But okay. that, it's funny you say it that way because that's exactly what happened. We started to, <laughs> to just play on the same team. Um once we, you know, we knew yeah. that we liked each other. Oh man, that's beautiful. Man. Yeah. It's yeah. beautiful. I, I don't think I've had so, um a love story that uh includes playing um the game together and you know I, I tell people like you know i've met people who are, like attracted to athletes and all that and it's disappointing when you know i've i've read um some stories in, like i remember reading some stories in nigerian people i was like oh some 
um, a woman who's just like an upcoming athlete, top star, and then she gets married all of a sudden. Mm -hmm. You don't hear about her anyone. It's like, oh, later on, some years later, this person was like a top athlete coming mm. up, a runner or whatever. And what happened? Why did you, oh, she yeah. got married. And hmm. the man like, uh, you, you, I don't want you come. You're married now. You can't be on showing your okay. body anymore. You can't really? be. I'm like, how the hell did you use, huh. get attracted to her in the first place? So you took out of her, her what she was enjoying. Yeah, yeah, the thing because, that made her feel complete. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So because you got that's married, and that that's I was like, man, that is yeah, that's yeah. yeah, that was one. I think that was one of the notes that I made to myself pretty young. That. Yeah, I will never be that type of person who, you know, if I were to end up with someone who was like a, a star in any way or form, I'd be like, oh, you have mm. to stop doing this. You yeah. Because yeah. yeah. I, I know of actresses who, the same thing, they were in Nollywood and the next thing, they just disappeared. Yeah. And after a few couple of years, they grant some interview, like, oh, I got married. My husband was not comfortable with me hugging. It's not like they were even kissing him. Man. Yeah. Like, oh, they don't want to oh, have that man touching me. On screen. On screen. Like, what? How the hell did you yeah. get, get to see this woman? Yeah. Like, yo, no, no. He's, he's the only one who should. I was like, golly. Yeah. You never understand what you sound like. Yeah. But, yeah. So, but I'm like, yeah, you, you could be an actor. You could act plays without home. You could play the same sport. You could have, but make it a fun thing that both of you enjoy. Yeah. That's the point I'm trying to make. It's, it's nice to be with somebody who is who's joyful and has their own thing going. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. And you go there and cheer the person, like, why not partake in it? Yeah. You can, ah, man, that's, that's like some insecure people. No, it's nothing worse than insecure people. Yes. I'm telling you, man. That's fair. Yeah. So, does um, Ruti also, is, is she also a fan of the game, like watching on TV like yourself? Um. Well, neither of us, to be honest, watch that much. And that's because for the longest time we we didn't weren't watching cable TV. Mm -hmm. um, so in terms of you know being spectators of the sport, uh, not I mean we watch the games. Where, you know, like the the Euro Championship, we're watching that when it's on, and we enjoy watching it. But it's not been a thing that we uh, you know follow. So you didn't make it mandatory to watch the African Nations Cup. Um, no. To watch the Black Stars no, disappoint. No, I did not, and I'm glad I didn't. Oh man, I'm you're not a good husband. Um, Come and get your man, as they say. Whose man, whose man's is this? Right, right. <laughs> uh, what sort of? I, I'm a very bad sports fan in general. Um, ah, I think I'm. I think I'm too uh, geeky, and I end up spending my time doing other things. Like, like what? 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 what well, geeky stuff that got you? Watching, you know, sci-fi movies, playing video games. Hey, wait, let, uh, let, wait, now you got you got you got me interested. Now, what? What? I'm not a video game person since. Uh, well. Since those days in Nigeria when I used to save money and play video games, mm -hmm. I actually met someone who we used to play video games in the same place. We never never knew each other. We never talked when <laughs> we were like between 12 and 15 <laughs> back there. And he came on my podcast years later. And we realized we're in the same building. <laughs> <laughs> what? Uh, yeah. That's wrong. It's, uh, yeah. But, um, but since I left that city and I moved to another city that hadn't caught up with video game centers, you know, we didn't have PlayStations at home. So, mm -hmm. yeah, that's how I lost out on video games. So now, by the time I even got video games while in the Navy, somebody just, like, his mama's boy, his mom bought him. He had an Xbox, I think his mom bought him PlayStation. Mm -hmm. I was like, hey, you want my Xbox? My TV, just give me 60 bucks. Um, yeah. Take all my games. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's a good game. Yeah. And, yeah, I, I, 
Next that now I'm slamming the pods like man, God damn, what, what's wrong with this? <laughs> I get past this level. Oh man, this is this is so frustrating. I call one of my Ghanaian buddies. I mean, I mean, so, oh yeah, I know how to play video games. That guy came. Next thing is, I'm like, don't break the TV. This is not the TV's fault. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the Xbox just became um, a DVD player. That was it. Yeah. And I still bought a PS. Uh, I think I bought PS3 was the last one I bought. I was like, yeah, I ain't buying that. I ain't, yeah, I should have it somewhere at home. you're not even playing it Uh, nope I've never played video games anymore it's like nope the the frustration was too much I was like how many years gap was this Yeah. I finally tried to play and it was oh man that was so I was my blood pressure went high (laughs) it was high but um, yeah so you said sci-fi shows what what shows got your attention well currently I think I've watched every well almost everything that I I'm watching the Loki oh okay Um, we love we love you now it's not really it's not really sci-fi I guess but but you know Star Trek obviously is is up there um Star Wars expands on Amazon um but yeah oh the this man knows he knows this man has good okay we we accept his Ghanaian Guinness okay (laughs) we'll put Ghanaian Guinness for that just expands this man that's like that's like the best sci-fi show yeah it really is I've seen yes yeah yeah the production value is yeah, that's Bezos' money, man. Yeah. That's why he wants to fly to space. Right. Like, I ain't mad at him. Fly. Yeah. So there's a petition for him to not come back. Man, well, people, people got time. People have a lot of time. Yeah, like, okay, if he doesn't come back, what, what will happen? Exactly. Will the problem right. be solved? No. That guy's not your problem. The question is, who is rich, right? Anyone who makes more than me. That's, that, that's, that, that's a good way of finding it. <laughs> Letting pay his taxes, that's all. Yeah, well, yeah. Well, then that's, pay their taxes. Then, uh, that, yeah. That's why you should find that. But, but hang up in space. Now, go to space. Without space travel, we won't have cell phones that we have today. Yeah. yeah. So people avoid all that stuff. Yeah. There's a whole bunch of developments that we have. Without yeah. space travel, yeah. we wouldn't have them. But it's easy to just, ah, rich people go to space. Yeah. Why, like, why, you know, they're hungry people. Why wouldn't you spend your money that way? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I get it. But yeah. I've never been comfortable telling other people how to spend their money. Yeah, I'm like, the, the, there's a lot of good attached to space travel. So we need it. At the same time, doesn't mean we should, that's the only place where you spend everything. No, no. You know, so but I'm, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not in support of these people who are like, oh, go, go, he, should, he shouldn't come back, he shouldn't do this. I'm yeah. like, okay, if he doesn't come back, guess what? There's yeah. another billionaire. Exactly, <laughs> just exactly, exactly, exactly. <laughs> And then what you know, you you, you you just be getting mad. I'm like, come on, come on, yeah. go vote when you need to vote. Vote the right people in, get the taxes. That's it. That's you know, problem. Yeah, yeah. People. Sometimes I'm not wasting my you know, time. Those people. Yeah. Sometimes I say, you know, I will. Cynical. Anyway, let's not even get there. Yeah, let's that, that, not waste our time on those people. Yeah. But, but yeah, so the sci-fi is more interesting. You know. Yeah. I agree. You know, and Loki. I'm really loving Loki right now. That's yeah. That's that's my jam. It has that's, a different. Uh, feeling than than most of marvel hey that, that's why marvel is the best man they, they give you different you're like yeah. what, what you want you got flavors they got flavors for everything now i'm like yeah yeah, yeah. satisfying me I'm, I'm yeah not loving this trip some people are like oh, i don't like it i want i want it to be like uh, where's the action where's yeah. right now action action i'm like hey, go to dc go yeah. watch night of this right which yeah. by the way i liked yeah yeah that's i fine. like that's i like fine. the snyder cut that's fine not everybody can make heaven that's fine yeah so no. It's okay. It's I already okay. made heaven. I saw my, my, my MCU is my heaven. That's it. Yeah, but yeah, the Expanse yeah. is, oh, I love Expanse. That's like um, an invincible. Yeah. yeah. Invincible uh, on Amazon Prime. Animated, but yeah. 
actually one day do an episode of just talk about my shows, Tyler. I think you'd have a lot to talk about. Oh yeah. From what I gather. Oh don't even get me started. Yeah, yeah. Um Okay, let me go with food. Where are you since we already started food? So when it comes to your favorite cuisine, mm-hmm. what is your favorite? And what is the favorite cuisine that you love eating with your madame? Hmm. So the first question is easier to answer. Second one harder. Okay. The uh, in terms of favorite cuisine, I'll say from Ghana definitely fufu. Mm, fufu it has to be fufu with uh, like a light chicken soup. Mm, light chicken soup. Okay. Yeah, yeah that's. I, I, I do peanut. Peanuts is my favorite. I, I cook that one too. That's uh, yo the, the peanut soup, uh, the granite soup. As you say, that's yeah, also up soup. there. That's the first thing I want to eat when I'm back home. Mm. Normally, uh, or kinky, which I'm sure you've yeah, had kinky. with some yeah, fried banku, fish and pepper. Right, Your panku. That, that day I told you to come to the store with me. I got oh, yeah, banku. yeah, you, you got some banku. Yeah. Hmm. I, sh- I should just, I was like, what is this? You know, I had some, <laughs> some okra soup that I should have, uh, if I had known, I would have not eaten that like two weeks ago and saved it when I had some banku. But <laughs> it's all right. Anyway. Uh, in terms of now, you know, I think Ruthie and I, we eat very differently, generally. Okay. Um, I, I, I like protein. I eat a lot of meat. Mm-hmm. I, I try to limit my carbohydrates. Yeah. Um, so, you know, often she might be eating something, you know, that looks healthier, but I, I like my stuff. So I'm okay eating for breakfast, like eggs and bacon. Okay. And then, no, you I, know, I, I, can't, I, I never got into bacon. You never got into that. Yeah. So, you know, but I, I mean, things that we've gotten into sushi together, we both never Ooh, ate it yeah. until, you know, you know, when a few years after we started dating. And then yeah, generally, I think we eat a pretty diverse range of food, which is easy in New York. Yes, where there's that's another great so many different, uh, you know. You get, you get food from all over the world. Yeah, I was eating injera, you know, for almost a week straight mm. when I discovered a place, Gennett on 4th Avenue. Yeah, that place closed. It's closed now? Yeah, my wife told me that they, they closed due to the pandemic. They lost a lot of business. Really? How yeah. recently then? I don't know. She mentioned it one time. that they, I think they put an announcement on oh. their Facebook page that they were closing. Okay. But when, th- this was last, been recent. When last did you get food there? Uh, two months ago. Ah, to check. When did she make that? I forgot it, but I have yeah. to check. But yeah, yeah, when she told me, I was like, oh man, we should have been getting it uh, to yeah. go. Because I, I used to take my friends to go eat there. Anyone visiting yeah. um, New York uh, who hadn't had Ethiopian food. Yeah, I took them there. Yeah, it's yeah. good. Great stuff. Yeah. So, so uh, you ever been to Brighton Beach to eat there? Uh, Yes, once with a, a cousin who is... Happens he's half Russian, half Ghanaian. Okay. So you know he he speaks Russian fluently. So uh, with him, I went to uh, some restaurant way back years ago. Yeah. Uh, okay. There's so some you, good you, some good Russian you're restaurants. Re- you're real Russian then. You're real Russian. Well, yeah. Because well. my my Russian brother told me they told me about the Uzbek Korean place to try over mm. there, and I was like, what the hell is that? Was Uzbek uh, Korean? And then he sent me an article of how Stalin created the Uzbek wait, Korean. So. You know I'm a quarter Uzbek Korean. You also a quarter man. What the yeah what is yeah going on here? Yeah, well okay. it's funny that you mentioned that. My mother's mother is Korean, ah. like, but Uzbek Korean. So yes, I I know those foods too. Um, no, shout shout out to so, Mamik. Yeah. Anyway, so that's that's where the red comment comes from. That's mm. where people are able to look at my skin color and be like, oh, this guy must be mixed somehow. Yeah. So yeah, you, you ever been to Uzbekistan? No, never been. Well, maybe as an infant, I think. Okay. I think do you know? Before, you got a lot of traveling you need to do. Yeah, definitely, definitely. But so you know, it's confusing to to have this different uh, uh, 
identity. identity yeah. yeah, and it, it makes it hard to feel very attached sometimes to one or the other. Mm. So, uh, ask about food, music. Since you say you're a dancer, there's no way you're gonna escape this question. Honestly, you have to dance for one hour. <laughs> Who give me three at least three artists that you know, you rely on to keep you dancing for one hour? Uh, three. Wow, three artists. Well, Stevie Wonder. Guy yeah, going old school. How Mike, old are you again? Well, Michael Jackson. Yeah, this guy is old. Uh, oh, man, this guy. Well, you know, I, I, I just, I think that era in, you know, in music was just good. I like funky music. If it's, if I have to dance, it has to be funky music. All right, right? give me, give me the third one because you have not, uh, it's not even answered the question yet. But let's see. The third let's one. see. Um, who do I like to dance to? I mean, there's so many. I mean, uh, well. Yeah, many many third place ties, but I'll say you know it'll be a Motown artist of some sort. Okay. Yeah. Now all those answers have been declared null and void. Wow. Okay. S smashed. These are, old, these are old school answers. Old school. I mean, it's not. With, I, I love old school because I got a lot of old school on the dad's um, playlist that I created for our soccer group. But we want something from Ghana that'll keep you dancing. Oh, okay. This guy, you measure one Ghanaian artist. Are I didn't measure one Ghanaian. That's it. Come on, take God, this Ghanaian people going to come after I'm you. I'm not now. Ghanaian anymore. Or give us I'm one Russian. Or give us one Uzbek. Oh, I don't know any yeah. Uzbek or yeah. Russian. Yeah. Ghanaians, well, okay, let's see. Okay, can, let, 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 me, let me open it up for you. You can, you can give us your African artists. Okay. At least three. It can be more than three, but at least three. Well. But if you need to dance for one hour, who are the guys you go to? Hmm. Well, in Ghana, I know now they're old school by today's standards, but 4X4. What? 4X4 was a, a group. 4X4? Yeah. I, I, that's 4X4? 4X4. Ah. Oh. Um, I probably must have heard his Yeah. Before. Well, let's go Nigeria. Um, Wizkid. Hey. Um, yeah, who's a... Uh, Ghanaians, like this guy couldn't, couldn't I, stick I like, to I three like, Ghanaians. Oh. To put Nigeria there. Well... I mean, the thing about, first off, I can't think of, the re, you know, it's through like my knowledge, it's, it's ignorance. I don't know, like, I'm thinking who can I dance to for three hours? Who who has a catalog of music? Yeah, yeah I think just one hour. Let me, yeah, let me oh, one hour. One hour. Without one, somebody calling me now, say, this guy has back problem now because you told him to dance for three yeah, hours. I don't yeah. want to, don't, don't call my number. In fact, I'll change my number after this episode. Yeah, well, the next one I have to go me. to is, uh, honestly, like, it has to be another Nigerian. I like Dibanj. Hey, this guy like trouble. Uh, well, hey, I'm, 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 I'm on your I'm on your podcast. So Oliver I'll give it to Twist. You guys. Hmm. Well, you heard it from him. I didn't. Even me, I don't remember last time I played the bench. But this guy is dancing dancing to the bench. Can you imagine that, people? I've I've been uh I've, yeah. This guy like trouble. I like trouble. Apparently. Don't worry. When you hear Busiziwa from South Africa, well, when you hear that sister. You yeah you 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 you're, you're dancing going you just you just gonna dance for three hours but don't 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 say I'm I told you to do it just yeah well Angelique Kijo is I think I saw her the day I went to vote really um, yeah when I cast my vote in Brooklyn yeah really she lives here uh, the um the Amory so I think because I, I was still listen to music and I was I was running to go play soccer that day well my, my kids kids soccer for my yeah. kid and, and I was, oh I can vote here so. But she came out from the YMCA, but she was on the phone. Yeah. It was same her, every, yeah. everything Angelique Kijo. So I, except she has a twin sister. That was that Angelique was Kijo. Yeah. I was like, man, well, if you find why out she got to be on the phone 
this because if she wasn't on the phone talking, I would have said, Auntie, that, she, I'm your long lost she's, nephew. She's a legend. You don't know me? I'm yeah. your long lost nephew. Come on, come on, come on. Bring it in. Bring it in. I've been vaccinated. Come on. If, yeah. if you you can choose not to take the vaccine, that's fine. I just, you're the only person I'm making an exception for. Let me hug you. You're like, ah, oh, Lee, this is my auntie. Okay, don't want to mm -hmm. hug me. That's fine. But let's just get a selfie or something. But yeah, so I, 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 I'm not that type that was going to interrupt our call and say, hey, we got to take a selfie together. So. Yeah. Yeah, but I was like, that's hey, nice, nice, nice. I wasn't expecting to see her. Well, if you find if you get confirmation that she's based in Brooklyn, then it definitely was her. Yeah, I'm, I'm kind of afraid to, to do that. Yeah, just well, I mean, that's a Wikipedia. I mean, just public. I, public I, 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 why would she put that public? I don't want a whole bunch of uh, Togolese <laughs> going to start camping around here. Like, yeah, I see people wave Togolese flag. Like, hey, bro, what's happening? What's happening? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know. Well. <laughs> <laughs> uh, auntie, I have a problem. Like, oh, yeah. no, no, no. I, yeah, so, no. That's that's why I mentioned the, the streets. I, nah, I don't want people like, oh, yeah. she live here. I'm yeah. coming. Yeah, this is where she goes to the gym. <laughs> she, she, you're, my, you're, my, you're my long lost love. I, I fell in love with you in the 90s. Oh, no, nah, here we go. Hmm. <laughs> Holy Spirit told me you marry me. Oh, boy. Yeah. I, 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 this guy's music is not really for dancing, in my view, but Benna Boy. Bonner Boy, he okay. got some dance hits. Yeah, a few. A he few. got some dance hits. Bonner Boy is my person. I've seen Potakot, you know. Well, you know we, yeah. we probably were in Potakot at the same time. Yeah. Probably in the same estate from what I, I hear. Mm -hmm. Some people have said that. I don't know. But uh, yeah, I like his music. I don't like mm -hmm. him personally, but mm -hmm. I like his music. But uh, yeah, he, he got some cool hits. Yeah, he he hits. got some dance. You can dance to yeah, a bunch yeah. of them. A, a bunch. I'm thinking of his, who, who do I I think his that? first album, that's one that doesn't have like dance his songs like the dance songs because he did more singing in that. Yeah. 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 But um yeah, but Busiziwa, go check out, oh, out Busiziwa. She was um in Beyonce's My Power. That song from the Blackest King. Hmm. The, the My there, Power yeah. track. She was one of the women in that track. Busiziwa, okay. Yeah, okay. but when you hear our tracks, oh boy, he just mm -mm. Hmm. your feet can't you know, I mean, yeah. Your feet won't stay down. South Afri Southern African music and and also the the francophone music. I mean, oh, that, that, that's the music to dance um, to, you know. Kasab, Mayway, Kasab, Kasab. Yeah, those guys are yeah. fantastic. Congo, yeah. Congo, yeah. got yeah. some. Oh man, right. you hear that guitar and like, uh, Kong, like Congo, funky. Kong, actually, Congo is the one that started the whole African music. Those yeah. guys, that's why I respect Congolese. Yeah, those guys mm. are like the best. All right, yeah. so let's wrap it up. Thank you for your time and for a great conversation. Yeah. Um, Same. I really enjoyed this. Final question. What would you like to leave the audience with? You know, could be from uh, the book from Rodney Walters, could be from uh, mm. your Stevie Wonder, Michael Jackson, uh, one of your Motown hit music. Uh, if you want to do the band, the long thing. Yeah. yeah. You know, it's all on you, uh, four by four, or uh, four times yeah. four. You know, uh, you know, I would, you know, this is, and I'll, the one thing I'll say is, you know, speaking as some an, an immigrant and an African, um, you know, somebody with mixed heritage, uh, with a with a mixed daughter, I would just say that I think it's fair to consider the the right lens to view people that you interact with is as individuals first, mm. before you apply categories on them in terms of their image, their way they're dressed, their backgrounds, their language and all of that and i think that's the, the best the the best way to go through life and the way that i would want to be treated so you know it's 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 
it's necessary to group and to talk about groups and countries and categories just for ease of arguments and dealing with like complex issues. But when it comes to your day-to-day life, um, I think that it's 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 important to to look at the person right that's right in front of you. Mm. And that's that's yeah, what right. I try to live my life by. It's important to look at the person that's in, right in front of you. Yeah, right. Now we've had that experience before. Me and you on the street with that homie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Very interesting homie on the street. <laughs> yeah. It's, uh, ah, I don't know. What, what's the rating of this show? Is it PG-13 or what? Oh, it's like explicit. 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 Okay. Well, because the conversation was very explicit. Okay. Talking about uh, uh, genitals were mentioned a few times. Yep. Well, <laughs> not, I, leave, I just leave it explicit. For, so any guest wants to go, go wherever you want to go. Like, okay. Yeah, yeah fair. Yeah, and except if it's a white person calling me the N-word, then uh, yeah, you're going to be a different well, type of explicit. That's just in bad taste. <laughs> 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 all right, my brother. Yeah. Really love you and thank you again. Thanks, my brother. It's all love. Um, thank you. Do you have anything you'd like to plug in as we wrap up finally? Um, I plug this show. You know, I, I think, right. uh, I think you know, I've been enjoying listening to the, uh, to the episodes, uh, Going into the archives, you know, seeing seeing what who's been here, the conversations, uh, it's great. As somebody who sometimes feels disconnected from home, um, it's nice to to especially listen to the conversations you have with other Africans and their experiences. It makes you feel a little less alone to know that other people have gone through the same things you've gone through. So, mm. yeah, thanks for thanks for creating this space for us to talk. Appreciate that, and um, that's why I do what I do, so we can keep tearing down artificial walls, and you know. So that one, when next time, when, when I finally go to visit Uzbek, Uzbekistan, yeah, I already got my connection here. Yeah, like, all right, let's yeah. go, let's go. Come well, you know, okay. what, the next time we have that, uh, you know, cooking in, in, in my in my place, uh, you're more than welcome to try some. Hey, I'm, I'm done, man. Cloth. I'm done. I was at the Uzbek, I used to go to the Uzbek restaurant on Fifth Avenue before they, they, they closed. Hmm. I don't know if you ever tried it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, what's Yes, I, I know what the one you're talking yeah. about. They had like a back area. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Was their food... Good, quite authentic. Okay. If you ever had their plof, it's like the rice dish. It's yeah. almost it's almost like their version of jollof. Yes, yeah, yeah. with the carrots. Yeah, it's, yeah. Mm. I'm, I'm, I'm down, man. Yeah, good food. You, you know find your, me there. You know your thing. That's how they can trap me at the end of the day. <laughs> like, if, they, if they had known, though, I just said, "Cause your operations is in food." I said, "Hell no, you can't get me there." <laughs> 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 All right, everyone. Thanks for listening. Make sure you check us out again and come back next week. If you haven't liked, subscribed, uh, please go like us. Give us five stars, positive reviews, iTunes, Stitcher, Acast, all the podcast platforms. We need it. Uh, Keep doing it. And join us on Patreon if you want. There's bonus content there. All right. Thank you for the privilege of your company. See you next time. Thanks for listening to White Label American. If you enjoyed the show, we'll appreciate if you rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast wherever you get your podcast from if you have any questions comments or have someone who will be a good guest on the show or you want to be on the show send us a message at whitelabelamerican at gmail.com and make sure to follow us on facebook and instagram at whitelabelamerican thank you for your support